What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Oh, man. Boys, let's get quiet. Going to get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Yeah. Let me come through four foes that are tipping. Yeah. 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 Let me yeah. Yeah. Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see me running back. Yeah. Maybe AP. Yeah. Maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping because we some athletes. Yeah. The more right, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me, especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set her straight. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports-related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports-wise. Hey, a compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor to work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. Ashley, I hate you. Okay. Let's be great, baby. Let's be great. 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 Come on. Let's be great. Let's be great. Let's be great. Let's be great. Let's go. Let's be great. Let's be great. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What it do? What it do? What it do? New week. Same me. Same old Mervin. Same old rusty, dusty Mervin. This is your girl, Ashley Moore. That is your boy, Mervin Wright. And we are the More Right Than Wrong podcast, ready to entertain you for a whole nother week. How are you, Mervin? Mm, I'm good. I'm chilling. Mervin waits until I actually start woke the podcast up. to start yawning. Uh, my bad. <laughs> it just hit me, man. Hey, I actually woke up more than 30 minutes before we started today, so... My body's not used to it. I'm sorry. As soon as we start this man, like, oh wait a minute, hold on. (laughs) Let me get the last one out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm an old man. In case you didn't know. Yeah, you look like one. Yes, we can tell. We can. How's it going, Ashley? You've been on my ass this morning. I don't appreciate it. I have, guys. I have. I have. I sure have. And some of it was unnecessary. Some of it was unnecessary. Mervin gets on this podcast, and I know our loyal listeners have heard it. Because this podcast is my brainchild. Blah, I, blah, 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 blah. I don't really see. Who's you on social like, media more? Blah, 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 okay, blah, I said that blah. once. Yo, I said comes, that once. I said that you once. You said this Come is your on. brainchild. A couple no, okay, times. I've said that a couple times, but I only yeah, made yeah. the social media comment but one when time. When it comes to the <laughs> topics and the preparations, yo girl here, oh Ashley, be ready. Mervin on the other end, he don't be ready at all, y'all. I'll For be one, ready. I have to. I have I have to let y'all know this man wanted to get on here and spoil squid no games, i did y'all. not know no no no, no. Yes, let did. me go ahead and know for space jam okay that was an accident i tried not to <laughs> so my my thought was okay fine let's not spoil it but let's wait till next week so that if i do accidentally say something it's not my fault because i've given you ample time to see it okay i was at least gonna try to be considerate ashley said no so you know what okay I'm not down I, with the I have. That's fair. That's fair. But it's hard not to talk about something without giving away what actually happened. Okay. It is not so I, hard. You could listen when it comes to Squid Games. For those who have seen it, you can talk about the premise of the show. Mm-hmm. You can talk about the suspense. You can talk about the memes. You can do all of that Mm-mm. without talking about what nah. happened. Nah, yes. I, I, look. We all know people die. If they lose a game, that's what the whole premise of the show is. You know how many talking points we have now? Mervin, he don't see that. He see beginning and end. Let me tell the beginning and end. It's just so many different, you know, it just, I don't. It's, look, I, again, it's tough for me uh-uh. to talk about some, talk about a movie or whatever 
and not actually talk about what happened. Uh, maybe that's a, a, a character flaw, and if it is, I apologize. But that's just the way it is. See, that's the problem with men. Y'all see black and white, but it's so much gray there that you have to dissect. You know what I'm see, saying? Y'all just nah, skip. Y'all see, just, see, that's the problem not, with women. Life is not with black men, and white. With men, it's like, hey, this is what happened. I had to I had to beat him up for it, and that's it. Of that, we got a beer Girl, after. Who you beat up? No, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, man, made me mad. You know, I'm saying, look, it, Let okay, me just say. no, no. Here's what I'm saying. For men, it can. It's literally just, hey, here's what happened. Here was the response, and that's the end of it. And women gotta you- women gotta take it to okay. Here's what happened. She said this, and it made me feel like this. So I did this, and then when she responded, it made me feel like this. Yada yada yada. You took a thirty second story and turned it into three hours. Mermin, I didn't need the three hours. Wait, I needed wait, wait, the thirty wait, wait. second Mermin, cliff notes. For one, don't don't put whatever women you talking to. I'm not look. Don't put that on us. Fine. No, okay, that is a ge- that is a generalized but, statement, obviously. But I'm just but saying. But when it comes to somebody who turns a one-minute conversation into a 15, 20-minute conversation, that is 100% you, Mervin. Oh, 100%. that's... 100%. Okay, you then it's both of us. You can talk for days uh, about can, absolutely nothing. And you can, I can talk for days with substance. At least when I'm talking, I'm going to give you something with it. Mervin can literally just talk for days and just not give you any new information. Just be talking about it. At least I'm going to give you some new information. Mervin mm. just be talking. You still kind of jack stuff out. I'm just... I, look, I... Okay, listen, if I'm going to drag it out, at least you're going to learn something from it. One thing I learned, you know, I'm a journalist. One thing you know is to teach somebody something. Mervyn was just going to be talking about it, about what, how he feel. I'm at least going to, you know, educate you a little bit. And then I drag get, it out. I get education. you're going to be you, educated Didn't a bit. you say, didn't it come out of your mouth that some of the stuff I say is actually pretty interesting? Didn't you say that last week? No. Or a couple what weeks I ago? What I said was, no. What I said was, your Merv's minutes used to have interesting things, and now they just are what you did during the week. You know, see, back to back to what we're talking it's about. Merv not, talking about it's back to what we're talking about. Merv talking about how he is the the person who has it, the idea for the podcast. Mervin, we could we could be teaching y'all If it's my segment, I can talk about having, anything I want to, right? Yes, Mervin, but it, it is a sports podcast. You know, just I'm just saying. Ashley Moore here, you know, I, I, if I make sure segment, I can talk about whatever I want to Ashley do. Moore here, you know, if this is I make Ashley. sure that I am bringing y'all sports related things like what's going on okay. in the world in case y'all haven't, you know, in case y'all don't know what's going okay. on, what's going on. So, you the, know, Mervin so, yo, so the Buster challenge video, <laughs> let's, we can start with week two. Pause, that's the culture segment. Oh, oh. And it's what's, it's what's happening in the world. It's okay, not so what I, I did talk- this week. It's what's happening. The fair was happening in the world when I talked about it. It's still were, happening. Were you talking about the fair specific or were you talking about you at the fair? Doesn't matter. Yes, it okay, does. Okay, Ashley, we got a lot of we got a lot to talk about. Okay, pause. I was in Houston this weekend. I have to tell the story. I was in because Mervy, you talking about how you know you dudes like you, you know this dude said this, and I had to beat him up. I was in Houston this weekend, guys. I had to work. I uh, covered the Battle of the Potty Woods at NRG Stadium, and I went to go see Mervin. You know, after uh, I covered the game, you know, after a long hard day, and Mervin. Had the nerve, Mervin, Mama, Daddy. I hope y'all listening. Mervin had the nerve to try to physically <laughs> wrestle me after I was physically I, assaulted first. No, you were. Yes, what I are you was. About? Yes, I was. When, when did I physically assault you? You assaulted. You hit me first. When, I was defending myself. That is myself. a lie. 
lie. I was that defending is a lie. Myself. Marvin, I was that is such myself. a lie. Y'all, if there is one thing Ashley does, Ashley uses her words, not the physicality. Now, that time I punched Marvin in the Thank face you. and dropped him, that was an accident. I've, uh-huh. I have said that time and time again. Now, I brag about the, the dropping him. Absolutely. I, that's a proud moment. But it was an accident. It was supposed to be like a fake and Marvin <sighs> leaned forward. But anyways, I'm not a physical person. I don't like to wrestle. That's just not my thing. Because if I hit you too hard, you know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. You're not going to hit anyways, me too hard. Mervyn, I did that time I dropped you. You was on the ground. Because there busted. was a key in your finger. Lip that's why. was busted. Anyways, anyway. I'm minding my business. Mervyn, well, I'm talking mess. And Mervyn decides to Yeah, I was about to say, thank you for leading with that. Thank you but for I, leading I, with I, that. I didn't touch him. Mervyn decides to wrestle me. Mind you, Mervyn is like 500 pounds okay. compared to my one. Okay. And he picks me up and slams me down. Now, y'all. On the couch, been, not on the having, floor. Let's start me, there. Me having to defend myself. When I tell y'all I had Mervyn tapping out within the next 15 seconds. Oh, it got quiet. Hey. <laughs> it got quiet. Hey. Listen, Props, when Mervyn hey, be look. on here, when Mervyn be look. on here talking about how he's going to beat me up. Stop talking, okay. Ashley. Stop talking. Props Mervin, to my opponent. Stop talking. Okay. You, I'm getting a compliment. Stop talking. I'll, I'll, I'll stop talking for the compliment. Props to my opponent. She got me in the head like I couldn't I get sure out of I sure did. Had him tapping. <laughs> Had him tapping. So, I just want y'all to know, when Mervyn gets on here and say he going to beat me up or he can't beat me up, et cetera, it has not happened yet. In the years that we have known each other and the many times that this man has tried to wrestle me, it has not happened It hasn't yet. happened I that always, often. But I always get the better of Mervyn physically, you know? It's because I'm not going to, okay. Fine. Okay. You're not going to pick me up and slam me down? Okay. When I was I'm not going to actually, okay, you're right. Never mind. Continue. Can we get I'm to the show? About, we had a lot to talk. We got a lot to talk about and I got to figure, I got to get this up before I go to work. Mervyn, I of course know we have a lot to talk about because I put everything on the, on the rundown. You didn't put everything on the rundown. You didn't put everything on. Y'all, we are talking about one, two, three, four. We're talking about five sports. You know how many how many of these sports Mervin put on here? One. But I You it, asked me to I put the poster child of the show. Okay. You asked so, me about something else. I could have put it on there. It was my fault that I didn't. You're right. And the other uh-huh. stuff. There's only one right. thing. Okay. But it's there's a lot only going one. On in the sports and and, right and now. you know what? I'm gonna get I'm gonna catch something from Ashley for this one. Out of all the sports we're talking about, I care about most of them. So here we are. Look, let, let's get to the show, okay? Y'all, and once you, I read the rundown, you will you're gonna figure out know what exactly which one I'm about. talking about. <laughs> Shame. You got to be shaming yourself. Shame. Okay. I, if I was with you right now, I would slap you. I would. See? Okay, Physical. on the rundown on the rundown today, we are obviously doing our college football rap. You know your girls bring it to you every week. We're going to get into the NFL, you know what I'm saying? Then we're going to move on to the WNBA, and it, that is the sport in which Mervyn doesn't care about. Mervyn, is that what you were talking about? Yep. Y- y'all hear? I try my best. Look, I try my best, but like I t- I texted you, you yesterday. You don't, you don't try. Actually, I texted don't. you yesterday. I had I was in the middle of dealing with four sports yesterday. I'm sorry Mervin, that I can't Mervin get to the WNBA. Mervin texted me like this was just all something new. No, it's not. Like I'll text just, you. I'll text you what I'll tell them what I said. Mervin texted me about hockey and NBA preseason over WNBA playoffs. I'm just telling you what I was. The man seeing. clearly does not listen, ladies. If y'all listen, just let me know. If y'all need me to kick him to the curb man. and get somebody more inclusive on here, for I'm y'all, inclusive. I, you know, I'll talk about it if I know what's I going can. on. But hey, look, you know, 
I can't. You know, my, my friend, one day, let's say if this platform gets big enough, one day your WNBA hate is going to be the detriment to I don't, the notoriety. Of I the don't podcast. hate the WNBA. I never said that. I just said it's just, it's just the but, fact that you don't but like it. On the list on the list of things that I'm gonna watch in the limited time that I have, WNBA doesn't always make the cut. That's all I'm saying. You said in the limited time you have. Sir, you have you watched all of Squid Games, right? Yes. Mm, interesting. That okay. Mm. After the, the WNBA, we're gonna talk about uh Pause. In WBA, we're talking about playoffs and the drama with the Atlanta Dream. Ooh, wait till I get to that, y'all. Some more Ooh, juicy, juicy. Juicy, juicy. It's what, some more stuff of what? The Atlanta Dream. Ain't that the team that Kelly Loeffler owned and they were having to deal with her BS last yeah, year? Yeah, that was, but that's, that's old. But I'm we're just saying. I know, but I'm just saying. It, it's, yes, yes, yes. It's some new drama. Yeah. But this is this okay, some juicy okay. drama, okay? I'll this is juicy. Y'all going to want to stay around for this one. Um, I will have my oh, messy ears uh, on. Mervyn, you didn't you didn't add it, but I'll add it. Oh, thank um, you. I, I thought skipped, you were gonna uh, do it. I saw your 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 pink line there. I thought you were gonna put it in there. Sorry. No, 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 sir. Um, we're gonna talk about the uh, wild card game last night between the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees, and then we're gonna talk about the WNBA, which is some juicy drama. Uh, we're gonna get slightly into the NBA vaccine drama. We're gonna talk about your boy Bubba Wallace, and for our culture segment, we're gonna talk about the day Facebook and Instagram went down and everybody headed over to their Twitter. Why are you shaking your head? Because, well, we'll talk about it at the end of the show. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get into that college football wrap. You know, if you watch college football this weekend, mm -hmm. congrats to you. But if you didn't, hey, you just can come here every Wednesday, and I got you covered. Uh, Florida State played Syracuse. Syracuse is my alma mater, guys. Yes, they are. And normally, I am a proud alumni from Syracuse. But not today. Oh, don't Listen, tell me Florida State, Oh, my God. Florida State came into this matchup against Syracuse 0 and 4, y'all. They're trash. 0 and 4. Complete trash. They, they have okay. come a long way. They have fallen a long way since the Jimbo Jameis era. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh -oh. Florida, Florida State came into this matchup 0 and 4, and Syracuse was 3 and 1. Okay. And somehow, Florida State got their first win against my alma mater on a walk-off 34-yard field goal and won 33-30. to 30. Why, Lord? Why? How, Jesus? How? Anyways, that's all I'm going to talk mm -hmm. about next. I don't want to get upset. Uh, Oregon played Stanford. Uh, this is the first game of the Upset Alert series. Listen, Oregon undefeated 3-0 against Stanford, 2-2. Tanner McKee took over at quarterback for Stanford halfway through their little 2-2 two two situation, and he is looking great, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, but Stanford and Oregon, Stanford's down seven with a minute left to go in the game. It is fourth and goal. Stanford has the ball in the end zone at the four-yard line with five seconds to go in the game. Remember, Stanford's down seven points. McKee sees a defender in the end zone. Not a defender. He sees his receiver in the end zone. Okay, throws the ball to his receiver. Receiver doesn't catch it, but the refs call a defensive holding on the defensive back. They get, mind you, the, it was only, a, I think it was four seconds left in this game at this point. So, you know, he throws it to his defender. His defender doesn't catch it, but it's holding, and the clock goes to zero. But now they have an untimed down, and Elijah Higgins gets to catch an end zone. Tie game, OT. But after, once he gets to OT, Stanford wins, and Oregon goes down to Stanford. Shout out to Tanner McKee for taking over. And now Oregon is now 3-1 and one after, you know, Stanford. They didn't wax that booty, but, you know, I might as well say they did because I think any upset is 
you know, getting that booty waxed. All right, uh, Notre Dame played Cincinnati, uh, both top 10 teams. Notre Dame mm-hmm. came into this matchup at number nine, Cincinnati number seven. Uh, shockingly, Cincinnati was up 17-0 with four minutes to go in the third quarter. Now, this is the first time Notre Dame has been scoreless in the first half since 2000, in the first quarter since 2011. But Notre Dame, well, they were coming back and got 13 straight points, mm-hmm. 17-13. But it was too late. They still lose. Cincinnati is currently ranked, by the way, number seven, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. But they play a bunch of Poochies teams oh, from here on out. So it'll be very hard for them to uh, move up in the AP Top 10 or mm-hmm. make it to the playoffs um, unless they completely obliterate their remaining opponents. Right. Two quick things. One, Cincinnati's five now. Also, um, Notre Dame. I've said this about them for year, in the years past. I'll say this about them in years future. Notre Dame is a bunch of frauds. They haven't won anything since the 90s. Does, does it sound like a, any team I talk about a lot? Um, I don't understand why Notre Dame gets all the hype that they do because they literally haven't done anything in years. So let's... Interesting, because that is the exact same way I feel about the Cowboys. Moving on, number 12, Ole Miss, and number one, Alabama. Like now, it. the only reason why I'm mentioning this game, because this game was a straight beatdown, only reason why I'm mentioning this game is because Nick Saban was playing against his former offensive coordinator, Lane Kiffin. Um, he is now the head coach at Ole Miss. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a beatdown. Uh, Alabama won 42-21, but the only reason why Ole Miss got 21 points because it was garbage time. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban is now 24-0 against former assistants. Listen, Nick Saban got to be a part of the Illuminati at this point because who? No, it's simple. Who can it's simple. a reign this long? It's simple. Or as far as, as far as against your assistants, it's, I don't remember where I saw her, but it's like you teach them enough to where they, they're good at their job, but you don't teach them everything. Because then you're just giving away the playbook. And then when they come back and play against you, now they're going to beat you. He might he might be part of uh, the honorary member of a mafia, but he's just good at his job. It's that simple. Illuminati. All right. Uh, Arkansas played at Georgia. Uh, this is the game I mentioned last week. Um, that I was looking forward to Arkansas Georgia, but we knew the we, we knew what was gonna happen. They got here. exposed. Um, this is not exposed. It's like if you play Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, and Alabama are, are up there. In yes, one and two. you're right. Georgia has Georgia has a debate for the best team in college football. They do have a debate. That's fair. Okay, but and it's like if you play Alabama, you can but be if you're gonna be team and still get beat down by Alabama. But if you're gonna be if you're highly ranked, if you're coming out saying, hey, this might be a different year for us being Arkansas, you need to come out every game and put on the best performance you've got. I'm not saying that they should have won this game by any means, but losing, but getting beat 37 to 0 is not the performance they should have put out there. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's still, it is a great Georgia defense. Hell, Ole Miss was not ranked number 12 when they played Alabama. Okay, listen, okay. It, is, it, is, it, is, it is just a great defense. That's just what it is. Listen, this season, Arkansas beat both Texas and Texas A&M. Okay, Texas is your team, right? Mm-hmm, took them. So, hey, Texas got yeah. exposed. Yeah, they did. Um, anyways. <laughs> but they also anyways, put up 70 teams, points two weeks ago, so, yeah. No matter. Both teams uh, were undefeated 4-0 coming into this matchup. Arkansas 
hasn't allowed any points in the first quarter all season long. Well, obviously, that was until Saturday. Mm -hmm. Georgia not only shut that streak down, but they put up 21 points in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. So a big old goose egg on Arkansas's side. Arkansas ended up getting blanked, 7-37 Zippo. Um, that's Georgia's second time shutting out an AP Top 10 opponent since the poll era began in 1936. Um, also, the second straight shutout of an SEC team. Remember last week, they tow up Vanderbilt. That's 62 right, 62 to 0. Jeez. Yeah, that's mm. what I'm saying. If you're Arkansas, I mean, at least you can get beat 62 to 0. That's what I'm saying. You know, the Bulldogs, Georgia Bulldogs, move on to 5 and 0 and have outscored its last four opponents by a combined 175 points. And this is their second game with 200 rushing yards. And they've only allowed 23 points this season. And one was a pick six. So, hey, the defense is defensive. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, Florida, uh, number 10, ranked. They're three and one this season. If you remember, the one loss they had was to Alabama, right. which came down to the very end. Florida and Kentucky, uh, at Kentucky, Kentucky's 4-0. Um, well, let's see. Florida hasn't lost in Kentucky since the 80s, 1986 to be exact. Fourth quarter, a minute and eight to go. Florida is down by a touchdown. Mm -hmm. They have the ball in the red zone at the five-yard line, okay? Copeland, one of their receivers, gets a screen pass and goes in for the TD. But when he caught the screen pass, he slipped a little bit. Then when the refs replayed it, his knee was down when he slipped. Sir. The good old don't have to be down by contact in college football. That'll get you every time. Get you every time. Uh, after that, Florida got a false start, and you know the rest. Mm -hmm. They lose. Florida had nine tries to win the game. Nine. And they still lost. You deserve to lose if you can't convert nine times. <sighs> Absolutely. Oh, and you know I had to talk about Clemson. <laughs> you know I just had to. Mm -hmm. Clemson barely won this week, as I have told Mervin. They're just not good. This year is just not the year. They're not good this year. Yes. They play Boston College. Uh, Boston College is 4-0, and Clemson is 2-2. Two two. Uh, before this matchup, Clemson was ranked number 25. I feel like, although they won this game, they should definitely drop out of the AP Top 25 after this. Uh, Boston College was down five points with 54 seconds left to go in the game, y'all. Listen to this. <laughs> It is second down in the red zone. They are down five points, y'all. Second down, okay. 54 seconds to score. The quarterback takes the snap. The snap is high. He doesn't catch it, mm -hmm. and Clemson recovers the ball. Game over. Game over. Clemson barely escaped with a win, and it was literally because Boston College made such a terrible, costly, irresponsible mistake. You know, some people just not, they're just not ready for the moment. Although, beating Clemson this season would not be the moment because mm -hmm. Clemson is not good this season, as I was telling Mervyn before the season started. No, no, when the season started. Uh, honorable mentions. Somebody mentioned that I don't ever mention Baylor. That's true. You I don't, don't think I've ever, I don't think I've mentioned Baylor any time this season. Um, Baylor was 4-0. You know, I'm just going to do honorable mention. I'm, I'm going to wait till Baylor get it up. Mm -hmm. Baylor's uh, was 4-0 before Saturday, and they played Oklahoma State, which was also 4-0. Mm -hmm. And Baylor lost. Uh, <laughs> Texas beat TCU, and A&M has lost again. We just, you know, A&M is just waiting on their quarterback, you know, yeah. Longview Lobo, Haynes King, to return from injury, which I'm hearing is the, supposed to happen sometime the later. The committee doesn't month. care about that. That's the unfortunate thing. Oh, but <laughs> they I, don't I care. care less about the committee. 
Texan that wouldn't make it to the playoffs this year. No way. Did you really think? This, you, okay, I'm about to say. They went, hey, I, man, they look. SEC has put two teams in before. Now, granted, it will probably be Alabama or Georgia, especially if they played yeah, the SEC Georgia, championship. And then Georgia only loses by, like, three points. Yeah, but... Hey, yeah. Texas A&M, if they expand the playoffs, Texas A&M is one of those teams that, like, last year would have would have definitely been in because they were knocking on the door. Listen, when it comes to the committee, you always you, you always mention the committee when you talk about, when I'm talking about sports stuff like that. I mean, in college football. Right, right. I don't care about the committee because a very few select teams, and it's normally the same teams, make also the college true. playoffs. So, also I true. care less about the committee. I, I care about the bowl games. That's what we care about. We care about the records. And the games, and the bowl games, stuff like that. I care less about the committee because at the end of the day, it's it's, it's only four teams, okay? And which is why the they odds? should expand to twelve. What are the odds? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's it for my college football rap. Well, uh, Clemson's still trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Georgia. Hey, Georgia is making a case for best team in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And completely unrelated to them, this weekend. Red River, Red River robbery, Red River shootout, Texas versus OU. It's one of the biggest games of the year for me, Ashley. I wish I could go to the game. I've never been to Texas OU, and I want to go one year. But I just want to put that out there. Give them hell, give them hell. OU sucks. Just Spencer Rattler. That's for you, Brenda. Uh, OU sucks. OU is what? No, it's the, it's the, yeah, you're right. But it's like in the fight zone. Yes, like, but. like at the end, they normally say give them hell, give them hell, go horns, go, but. This week it's OU sucks because it's always OU sucks. Even if they're winning championships, it's going to always be OU sucks. But I'm letting you know. No, no, no. You're no, 100%. You know, Oklahoma is Texas OU at the moment. Ashley, I don't care what stats you give me. That's all I'm saying. I don't care what stats you give me. I don't care if OU had won the last 10. Give him hell. Give him hell. OU sucks. It doesn't matter. Just putting that out there. Well, that's it. That's all I have for uh, my college football wrap up. You know what I'm saying? Also, oh, and you don't mention you don't mention us. You don't mention UH. Who do U of H play? I forgot who they played, but it was it was it doesn't even matter. I don't even know who they played, but it was it was legit. Uh, they played uh uh somebody. It was a blowout with a football team and and the coach and helmets and um. It was a blowout. Who did they play last week? Tulsa. That's who it was. And then they played Tulane to, uh, this week. So, yeah. That's when U of H play somebody, I'll mention them. How I mean, they that? play somebody every week. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. They when play they play somebody, somebody good, I'll mention them. Every okay, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Every team. It's not their fault. They don't, they don't make that schedule? Yeah, they do. They don't make their conference schedule. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. They don't make their conference schedule. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Now. Let's get to uh, some, to, some to the To the NFL. Of course, with me, we have to start off with my and everybody's, including Ashley's favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. Not true. Every, okay. Absolutely not true. Fine. I left off. There was a silent part. Everybody's favorite team to talk about because whether or not they're doing good or great, everybody got an opinion. Am I right? Um, I like talking about Chiefs more than I like talking about anybody. Okay, fine. When the Cowboys mess up, everybody likes everybody have an, an opinion. That's all I'm gonna say. Now, uh, so Sunday they played the Panthers. Um, they beat the Panthers. The Panthers came in uh, with one of the best ranked defenses in the league, um, but they got um, I won't say demolished. I won't say just uh, 
you know, beat up and down. But they, uh, Cowboys pretty much did whatever they wanted to on Sunday. Uh, Zeke, again, here, I, I've said it for the past few weeks, and I I think people haven't heard Sir. Thank you. I'll Thank you. you you said it in week two as well. When week two. Thank you. Zeke, Thank you. His numbers wasn't what that was. Thank you. Okay. Zeke, 20 carries, 143 yards, and a touchdown. And, yeah, and, thank you, because Ashley over here always bringing up that Pilot has more yards per carry, which is true. Yes, it is. But you got to understand, yards per carry don't always mean everything. It's, it's different situations. Does, Zeke what, comes what, in. Oh, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. I'm going to say, yes, it does. Okay, it means something. But if, if, if the power back comes in, and now there's a seven-man box, and they still run the ball, obviously it's going to be tougher to run against a seven-man box than if Pollard's in and you got three wideouts and you got a tight end and there's only five men in the box. Obviously, okay. running against five men is a lot easier than seven. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Zeke hasn't looked like a power back. He hasn't looked like a power back until the last two weeks. Am I, am I lying or am I lying? No, you're right. Okay. You're right. But I'm what saying, I'm saying I just, what I say, I said I just wanted to see it. That's all I was saying. I was saying I wasn't and, seeing and again, it, which I wasn't. Week one. Week one, it was about stopping the um, stopping the pass rush. That was okay. what that game was about. It was not about Zeke getting a bunch of yards. Week two, it was a little bit more of the same because that was a low-scoring game. Last two weeks, we really got to see it because we were playing against, well, Philly, who has nothing over there. Trash. And Carolina, who again, people were talking about their defense, and rightfully so. But the Cowboys put up 36 points against them. I'm just saying. Now, granted, some of those points came off of turnovers. Trayvon Diggs, of course. Let, let's just go ahead. Let's stop right here. When I say the name Trayvon Diggs, at the end of this season, especially if the trend stays the same, if he's not defensive player of the year, then something is wrong with whoever's voting. This man has five interceptions through four games. I tried Sir, to look, I tried to look up speak. the stat. <laughs> That's why I said if the trend continues, obviously everything we say is based on the fact that this is week four. We're not even a quarter of the way through the season, obviously. Uh -huh. There's a long right. way to go. But I say if the trend continues, then Trayvon Diggs is a uh, defensive player of the year. And since you say I don't ever mention him, Michael Parsons is defensive rookie of the year. Because that man oh, is a dog. Oh, you're mentioning him this week. You know what's funny? <clears throat> Mervin was talking about how... You know, his presence on social I'm always on social media, you know, making his little his little video. Speaking of, you didn't make a video this week. Look, Why it's, not, it's tough to do them when the games are on Sundays, especially when they're an early Sunday game. And then I get home late. And, yeah, it's tough to do them on those. Right, right, right. I'll be remember back Remember that time week. you was crediting? Remember that time you were crediting Jalen Smith for absolutely no reason? <laughs> yeah. Because you looked at the stat he looked, sheet. Hey, he looked decent, man. He looked decent that game. Looked, no, you looked at the stat sheet and read it wrong. So in your whole little social media report, you'd be like, and shout out to Jalen Smith. Meanwhile, Trayvon Dix and Micah Parsons both outplayed him. And now Jalen Smith is where, Mervin? Uh, on the unemployment line. On the Although, unemployment line. But keep going. I'm that, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because I had to write this down. So mm -hmm. the, the Cowboys had 68 defensive snaps on Sunday. Okay. Jalen Smith played in 28 of those. Grand total of 40%. I don't know if that was if that should be taken as a precursor to or a uh, a sign of yesterday him getting cut. By the way, Jalen Smith got cut. If anybody didn't know, um, but I mean, you think about it. This man is getting paid a lot of money. They still owe him seven point two million dollars for this season. So you gotta be some kind of terrible, or the situation just has to be that bad. Not terrible, but the situation. The situation has to be that bad 
to where the team is three and one. You might not be contributing as much as we would like you to be paying for what you're getting paid, but you're still contributing something. The team is three and one. They're slated. I'm, and, and I don't mean, I know that you're going to look at me side eyed and I am ready for it. But looking at the schedule before week 11 when they play Kansas City, I don't see two games that they lose. And I only say one because we're probably not going to beat Washington twice. We're just going to split those games. And I know you're looking it up. Thank you. Let's see. Y'all play. We play the Giants this week. Y'all play the Giants, the Patriots, Uh, uh the Vikings, the Broncos, Mm -hmm. the Falcons, the Chiefs, and then the Raiders. That's why I said week 11. Yeah. 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 Oh, I listen. I was the one who let you know y'all don't play nobody till week 11. Yeah. I have, I, listen, I, before the season, I predicted, I said, if the Cowboys make it to week 11 and have lost a few games, y'all some fries. I thought yeah. you have no reason. Y'all have now, no reason not to come into week 11 with a winning record. None. You, you don't play a playoff team until week you're 11. You're 100% correct, Ashley. You're 100% correct. And so for that, so to be three and one, the team looks good. The defense looks good. For for the situation to be that bad that they have to let you go in week How five. How is the situation bad though? I'm confused. The, the, the si- boy, Jalen Smith one is a pro pro bowl linebacker. Okay, you know this, but okay. he was also a team captain in the last game. Exactly. It, 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 so what's the situation? I'm confused. Exactly. What's so, going so, on here? So it that's sounds like I, some Cowboys mess. If you ask me. So that's what when I'm I say saying. Cowboys mess. I say some random dysfunction. So again, that's what I'm saying, Ashley. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of it because, like mm-hmm. you said, he's a captain. Or I don't know if he's actually a captain, but he was the one hyping him up before the game. He was. A, he was a team captain in the last game. Like he was hyping him up. He's doing all that. He's a locker room guy. So for the there has to be something going on. Or look, yeah, yeah, gotta be something we ain't seeing, right? If not, because it's not, it can't, ju- it can't just be the performance. Because yes, they were trying to trade him. Yes, they were trying to do that. It. it Cannot just be that for them to trade, uh, for them to just release him outright after week uh, four. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm a little confused. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. You know, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be following this situation. Some, maybe S- something's gonna come out. I. Yes, he was a team captain yeah. for Sunday. Okay, win so over he was. Carolina okay. Yeah. Yes, I knew. I, I knew what I was talking about. Yes, I don't know what y'all got going on. Listen, it must. Hey, I'm waiting on something to come out. Mm-hmm. Something happen. Because no way, he's a Pro Bowl linebacker, mm-hmm. and he was a team captain for the game, the last game in which y'all mm-hmm. won. And all of a sudden, y'all release him. Some, right. Some sound like off. To now, me. granted, again, his performance wasn't the best. I've seen screenshots. Okay. You don't just. <laughs> I'm just saying his okay. performance wasn't the best. Let's start there. But again, like I said, because okay, let's let's look at somebody else who just got cut this morning, Stephon Gilmore. He got uh, cut. Speaking of the Chiefs, y'all need to be on the phone. Dallas, this man, Steven, Jerry, go get him. <laughs> I tweeted y'all just in case y'all uh, had your phones turned off. The uh, Chiefs, y'all need to be on the phone <laughs> trying to get this man. But um, but he got cut, and it was uh, that was more of a salary cap move than anything. Um, as was low key, I think part of it, part of Jalen Smith getting cut was money as well because if he would have got hurt. Then you couldn't get out of paying him next year's salary, which would have been way too much for his performance. But yeah, uh-uh. it's uh-uh. Yeah. nah. For one, your defense is looking good. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I just don't see the reason why you cut Jalen Smith, the team captain in the last game. Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones, them two, and Will McClay. 
that's who you better talk to because I I wish I had something for you, but unfortunately I don't. It's a lot of questionable things with the Cowboys that's going on right now. But uh, was that your was that your final recap of the game? Uh, no, actually. Um, question. I, I want to move on to the to the question. No, no, that's fair. And, uh-huh. I, and I saw you put the question in there, and I it's almost ridiculous. texted you, and I was like, save it because we're literally going to talk about this tomorrow. Um, Carolina, great defense, so to speak, gave up twenty points in the third quarter. Just want to put that out there. 20 to 0. Exactly. By the way. 20 to 0, third quarter. Uh, granted, again, one of those uh, touchdowns came off, came off of a Trevon Diggs interceptions. People really should stop throwing it his way. I don't know why they keep doing it. it it's going to get to a point where it's like, Revis, don't stop throwing it over there. Because he's shown time and time again he's going to get you He's gonna get you one. I mean. As far as this season is concerned. Even the end of last season. I mean, we'll see. We'll see when he starts playing. I know he got one on Tom Brady. He got but, one every game he's played this year. And what quarterbacks have y'all played this year? Tom y'all Brady. Played, y'all played Justin Herbert. Yes. Justin Herbert had a terrible game. Uh, y'all but he's still Paul. a solid quarterback. Oh, he is a solid quarterback, but you can't. Let's have not a bad act game. like okay. The Jalen. Okay, Jalen Hurts. Second year, he's a second. He's no, a no, solid no. What I'm saying is the, the one, Hurts, the one uh, against Jalen Hurts, aka rookie quarterback. What I'm saying, I'm actually I'm on the same side for 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 okay, once. I'm say, I'm like the one against Jalen Hurts, he's seen first of all that, and he's seen that pass route many a time because that was the exact same route that they were running at uh, Alabama. And Jalen Hurts was staring at Devontae Smith right. the entire he, he time. And down. Devontae Smith fell on the route. Right, right. <laughs> Everything went right for mm-hmm. uh, Trayvon Diggs on that interception. Right. Um, but I'm saying, but Trey you Mike but Diggs, you can't tell me you can't tell other, me Sam Donald's a trash quarterback. Actually, I can. Did you see what he did with the Jets last season? Did you see who his coach was? But did you see what he did? With the no, Jets you're last right. Season? But did you see who oh, his no, coach no. was? <laughs> Listen, and, Sam Donald ain't proven. Sam Donald hasn't proven anything to me. If 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 you say look, if he Sam looks Donald a lot or, better than he did with with under Adam Gates. That's all I'm he saying. does. But Sam Donald has done nothing to prove that he's a good quarterback. Not a thing. So I don't. I would put money if you ask me to put my life savings. If Sam Darnold's a good quarterback, not even great, just a I'm, good I'm not putting my life savings on it. I ain't put. I ain't putting a hundred dollars. Even though it. it ain't that much, but that's not the show. Put <laughs> <laughs> you have savings. Uh, anyway, I'm just saying, Trayvon Diggs. I shout out to him. I agree with you, homeboy. I, I agree with you, one hundred percent. The man is balling, mm-hmm. but he also has not played anybody. Other than Tom Brady, in which shout out to shout out to him getting the uh, interception from Tom Brady Thank for his you. first game of the year. You know what I'm saying? And again, first we can't game, first we can't, game of the season. We can't say Justin Herbert's nobody when he's putting up. I didn't say Justin Herbert was nobody. I'm saying Justin Herbert's a sophomore quarterback who still is not, you know, what we call a veteran elite quarterback. All of these young quarterbacks, what they do is they make simple mistakes, mistakes That's that true. they don't. You know what I'm saying? Mistakes that yeah. say. A more veteran quarterback would make telegraphing passes. Uh, let's see, uh, not reading the defense correctly, not reading the coverage right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just, just simple mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And Trayvon Diggs, you know, he's played other than Tom Brady, he's played a bunch of inexperienced quarterbacks. So, you know, shout out to him. Take advantage of it. That's what you do. He's he's doing exactly what he needs to do. Well, Take advantage mm-hmm. of the situation and, that you're in. So shout exactly. out to him. Thank you. Take it's about being. It. It's still about being in the right spot, even if it's an inferior. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but when when he got that, yeah, even the receivers. I'm Devontae Smith. I'm saying he he fell on the route. 
He still broke on inside on the outside. Yeah, right? I was about to say he still broke on that ball pretty good. Put that. Oh, yeah. oh, he has he, he has great hands. One thing about Trayvon Diggs, one thing about that makes a great corner to me is great hands. Mm-hmm. He has great hands. He has receiver hands. Well, so I think that'll that's a family. <laughs> I th- I think that'll that'll that is definitely what propels him. Mm-hmm. You know, five Absolutely. five interceptions in four games. Mm-hmm. That's 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 great. Pretty good. Shout to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, and of course, and. Last thing, because I think it might have been you. I think it was you that said something about Dak not having a bunch of passing yards. I'm. Didn't okay. I didn't say that. It wasn't you. Well, I was talking no. to somebody, and they said something about Dak not having a bunch of passing yards. And oh, you, in this last game. Yeah, and you know I what know, I we said. Didn't really, we didn't talk about that. And you know what I said? I said what? that's great. I'm. Uh, I'm absolutely. I'm absolutely positively fine with my quarterback not throwing for 250 yards. You know why? Because we, when he threw for 400 yards, we lost that game. It was with Tom Brady, and we had to. But the other games, he hasn't thrown for more than uh more than 250. I don't think. I know more the, than 300. The cap. I saw a stat. It said the Cowboys are like 24 and 0 when y'all have more rushing yards and passing yards. That I I haven't seen that stat, but it sounds about right. It's it's something like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely 20 something yeah. and 0 when y'all have more rushing yards and passing because yards. Because if definitely. we if we have to pass if Dak has to pass for 400 yards, that means we're down. I don't want that to happen. I want the Cowboys to be able to balance the game, run with Zeke and Tony Pollard about 25 times, 25 dropbacks, mix in some. Somewhere around there, we're good. I'm okay with that. You know, hey, shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all win over Carolina, although we predicted this because Carolina didn't have their best player. So. Right. That's that. That's also that's also very true. <laughs> game would have looked – I'll admit game would have looked a whole lot different if Christian McCaffrey was in the game. Absolutely. Obviously. Okay, so let's get to the question. Uh-huh. Mervin, after what you have seen so far, mm-hmm. are the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl contenders? Hmm. See, I want to say yes just to be a homer and see your your reaction, but I'm going to say no. You're going to uh, say no. I'm going to say no. Not right now. Interesting. Not right now. I will call them contenders when, if prayerfully, they are in the NFC Championship game. That's when I would say that. Because okay. I've seen time and time again, Cowboys have started off 3-1. and one. After losing the first game, I'll go back to 2016 and 2014. 2014. They lost the first game against San Francisco. Rattled off like nine straight. Ended that season 12-4. Got to the uh, wild card, won that game, and then lost against Green Bay. Um, and that was the Dez catch-no-catch, which here nor there, whether or not they would have won, if they would have – I'm not going down that road right now. And don't forget. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is still on the other side. Fair. Yeah, yeah, and it was like exactly. four minutes left. So, again, that's all I say. It, it was just the, the opportunity was snatched from us. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. 2016, Cowboys started off 0-1, lost against the Giants. Routed off like like 11 straight. Only team they really lost to was the Giants that year, and then they lost week 17 because nobody cared. That was Romo's last game. By week, Aaron Rodgers comes to AT&T Stadium, and the reason I hate him happens because of 30 and 20. Again, they've gotten to the they've gotten to the playoffs. They've done great. But they have failed miserably time and time again. I'm not. You know what? I'm not gonna call losing to Aaron Rodgers a miserable fail because if you play against Aaron Rodgers, you're supp- you're expected to lose that game unless your name is Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or or Peyton Manning back when he was playing. Right? 2018, Cowboys went 10 and six. 
went to the playoffs, won uh, the wild card against Seattle. Great game. I was there. That was the <laughs> the, the reason for Grandmama's uh, gum chewing story. And then the next week, they allowed a third-string running back to put up 239 rushing yards against them in L.A. So until I see them in an NFC championship game, I will not out of my mouth say they're contenders. I might think it, but I'm going to get mad every time I see it on TV because don't have faith in us. Don't don't say we're the best team in the NFC. Don't say we're the best team in the NFC East. Don't say that we're going to do this, this, and this. Don't Jerry, don't start making Super Bowl plans. Roger Goodell, don't start making don't start telling people to print up blue and white Super Bowl material until they are actually in the Super Bowl. We can easily say y'all the best team in the NFC East because the NFC East is historically bad. The Cowboys will I don't make care. the playoffs. I don't care. I don't Listen. care. If, I don't care if we're five games up with seven games left. I don't want to hear it until it's clinched because when, like. when when you put the because here's the thing about the Cowboys and, and I hate to have to say it but it's the doggone truth. When nobody expects us to do anything, i.e. 2014, i.e. 2016 when Tony Romo gets his back messed up in the in week three preseason, we got a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back, and then we go 13-3. That's And then 2017, the expectation is there, and then what do we do? We poop the bed. 2018, we go to the, uh, to the divisional round. Expectations there. Oh, my God. Cowboys Super Bowl contenders in 2019. And you know what we did in 2019? Absolutely nothing. I don't want the expectations there. In 2019, you also have the most drops in the league. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I feel like you are saying this because, you know, you just don't want to get pooped on when the time comes. I feel like that's what you're doing. I feel like maybe you're it is, your book Maybe right it is self-preservation. You know, I don't know. You know I'm a poop on you if you just like, oh, yeah, Super Bowl. And then, you know. Y'all don't get at the NFC because you're not. The Cowboys are not the best team in the NFC. Right now, we're looking at records. Who is the best team when it comes to records in the NFC? It's funny you say that because who's the next game I was going to talk about? (laughs) The Cardinals. No, No, that's fair, but that's literally the next team we're going to talk about. Listen, the Cowboys are, you know, they're playing great. The Mm -hmm. Cowboys are playing great in the last two games. Okay. And then the first game, you know, it was a great game. You know, Tom Brady came on the final drive like mm-hmm. Tom Brady does, and he won the game. You know what I'm saying? But you barely beat the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And when we go back to that Chargers win, pause. Before you, I'm not even going to get there. Before I get there, let me give y'all props. Dak Prescott clearly by a large span is the best quarterback in the NFC East. By a large Absolutely. span. Um then you got, you know, your defense is looking good. You got Micah Parsons, you know, on DN. You got Trayvon Diggs. We keep talking about Trayvon Diggs, mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody's praising the man, as as we should. Uh, y'all have one of the best um, running back duos in the league. I'm not going to say the best. The Cleveland Browns, I'd say, you know, better than y'all's running back duo. Um, we can discuss but, that. That's fair. But when it comes to a Super Bowl contending team, you know what else you have to have? Coaching. A coach that knows when to call timeouts. Now, now Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. has a Super Bowl under his belt. Mm-hmm. So, technically, he is a Super Bowl coach. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's all past tense. For when you had Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, technically, if you ask me, Aaron Rodgers wanted and Mike McCarthy was, you know, uh, he, he benefited off of Aaron Rodgers' success, if you ask me. But... Mike McCarthy 
you know, it just, it, it, this season to me, in the short span in which we've had this season, mm-hmm. four games, the man has shown to me that he's just not all there. I don't know where he is, it's, but he's not at the game. Maybe some it's of like, it's still in the barn. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he is, but he, he the Cowboys are a good team. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Mike McCarthy, sooner or later, Mike McCarthy is going to cost y'all a game. Now y'all don't y'all schedule y'all don't play much of anybody like we said until week eleven y'all mm-hmm. play the Chiefs, but y'all have one of the easiest schedules you know in in NFL football you know to y'all should make the playoffs mm-hmm. okay it's no doubt about it y'all should make the playoffs but Super Bowl contenders come on now when it comes down to the playoffs coaching is a major major mm-hmm. issue absolutely so we got mike mccarthy uh let's talk about two times this man just did not pay attention to the clock at all what was the first time the first time was the, against chargers, the chargers when he said he couldn't see the clock when, when he said he couldn't see the clock and y'all had timeouts and y'all forced your boy greg legs Zerline to make to kick a 56 yarder that won y'all the game mm-hmm. but y'all didn't think y'all didn't think the man was gonna make it or pause y'all didn't have faith because the game before the man missed two field goals and an extra point Okay, you know what I'm saying? So, could have mm-hmm. lost that one because of coaching. Because y'all definitely could have got closer. Okay. Then you have, what was it, last week? It was week? against was Philadelphia. Against we weren't going so we to lose that game. But if it was y'all a closer weren't. game, that would have cost us. Y'all weren't. But you look at Tampa Bay. And when Tampa Bay played uh, New England, Tampa Bay, before the half was out, used their timeouts so they can get a field goal before the half. Mm-hmm. And they won by how many points? Two. two yeah at the end of the day it don't listen at the end of the day clock management matters you yes. need to be paying attention absolutely Mike mccarthy wasn't paying attention the first game in which we all saw he pooped the clock management kellen moore a man was in the way a cameraman was quote unquote in the way Dak prescott i'm sorry Dak prescott you also need to be worried about the clock as well listen somebody needs to be Worrying about stuff that Mike McCarthy is supposed to be worried about. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Because the man just don't seem near to me. And let's not forget last season when uh who y'all played? Y'all played the Giants. Mm-hmm. Remember y'all played the Giants and uh Denny Dimes threw the ball to uh who was it that he threw the ball to? It was he threw the ball to somebody, one of his receivers, and it was the ball hit the ground. Okay, it was mm-hmm. like a ten yard pass. The ball hit the ground, and they're running up to. They're running up to the yardage to, uh, I don't know if they were, let me see, who was it? Dante Pettis. It was a 10-yard pass to Dante Pettis. And uh, Cowboys lost by like four points. I think it was 23-19. And Mike McCarthy, instead of challenging the play, which he could have done, the man just. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, yep. Mm-hmm. Just, just didn't yeah. do anything. Yep. The man just was not paying attention. And the ball clearly hit the ground. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they got within field goal range. Okay, and then they won the game. Y'all yeah. could have got the ball back, you know what I'm saying, and went and won the game. Yep. But y'all, Mike McCarthy wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like you need a head coach who is aware. Mm-hmm. You're to be a Super Bowl tender. Your coach, at least at the minimum, has to be aware. At the minimum, you have you have said has nothing. To be aware. You have said nothing that I don't believe already. And I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying. Just, hey. I'm just saying, Mike McCarthy going to cost y'all a game, okay? Mm-hmm. And we talk about Trayvon Diggs. Why was Trayvon Diggs sitting out I, towards the end of the game? Me, Jerry Jones didn't even know why Trayvon know. Diggs was sitting out towards the end of me the game. Me don't know. Because, the again, obviously, I'm Sunday. this being a Sunday game, I was at work. So, I'm like, okay, we're up 33-14. And then I see Trayvon Diggs on the side. I'm like, 
then the game on? right got within the score. <laughs> exactly. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> First of all, Cowboys don't yes. do this. That's number one. Number two, I'm like, like as I obviously I can't watch the whole game, but I'm like going back and forth and passing. I'm like. Why is Trayvon Diggs on the sideline? <laughs> like, I saw a clip of him, like, a picture of him or a shot of him on the sideline. I'm like, why is he? What? Uh, uh, okay, maybe they put the twos in. But you don't do that on the uh, 19. For those who don't know, after uh, the Dallas Cowboys 20-0 to zero third quarter, uh, yeah, your boy Mike McCarthy put Trayvon Diggs on the sideline. Mm-hmm. The man who has five interceptions in four games whom Irvin is uh, nominating for Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. He put him on the sideline, and then the Carolina Panthers got within a score. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That's, that's what happened. I'm still trying to figure out why he was on the sideline. Jerry Jones don't even know why the boy was on the sideline. I'm just saying, Mike McCarthy is not a Super Bowl contender coach. He has a Super Bowl, but that's past tense. Mm-hmm. Right now, the man is not aware, and I think that is what's going to cost the Cowboys. I love – listen, I don't like the Cowboys organization, mm-hmm. okay, but I like the players. I like Dak Prescott. I like Zeke. Although I was giving Zeke flack at the beginning of the season, I still like Zeke. Okay, Zeke gave me when I my very first fantasy year, I drafted Zeke, and I went thirteen and zero in the first thirteen weeks because your boy Zeke, you know, was toting that pill. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yes, to me, what separates y'all from um, being a playoff team mm-hmm. and a Super Bowl contender is Mike McCarthy. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm off my little. I'm off my box. But yes. Somebody need to be killing more. You need to be paying attention because your boy Mike McCarthy clearly ain't. Dak Prescott, you need to be paying attention because your boy Mike McCarthy clearly ain't. The clock management where all three of y'all missed it. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't y'all can't rely on y'all coach to to make those decisions. Anyways, so back to uh the only undefeated team in the NFL and the best team. That's I mean, record wise in both, the NFC. Mm-hmm. They're one of the top teams. They're both. They're they're both. Honestly, it's so we're talking about the Cardinals and the Rams now, and honestly, it's a situation where both teams. Well, let me rephrase it. Before the game, if you could figure out a way for both teams to win, obviously both teams you know deserve to win because the Rams are a legitimate team, as are the Cardinals. Uh, Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford. um, If you ask me, Matthew Stafford. Getting out of Detroit was the best thing that ever happened to his career. Sure, was, obviously. After Megatron, what else did you? What have? else did he have? He Megatron was all he had, really. Yep. He never had a hundred yard, uh, well, thousand yard rusher. He never had a line that could protect him. Um, him making the playoffs was a was a, a major miracle. The years that they did, um, shout out to Dallas for beating them in 2015, first Cowboys game at the new stadium. Um, so yeah, Matthew Stafford. Going to L.A., trading for Jared Goff. And it's funny. It's not funny because it's a man's career and livelihood on the line. <laughs> but even Jared Goff, who looked somewhat somewhat decent in L.A., just looks awful in Detroit. Like, it's, it's a hellhole up there. I don't know what they need to do to get it fixed up there. But the Ford family needs to figure it out and figure it out fast. Because that they organization, they're all like the. In net points, they are negative 38. Like, good night. <laughs> Your head coach. Can't make it up. You, I don't, the only person I know to have an introductory press conference and then not coach for that team off the top of my head is Bill Belichick. And that's because he just decided to leave. 
But after that press conference Dan Campbell had, they should have figured out something else. Now, granted, we're not talking about him, but the, I'm still not over the kneecap and the ankle biting and all that stuff. But to the uh, to the Rams and the Cardinals. So both teams come in 3-0, obviously battling for first place in the NFC East. Um, Kyler Murray, Baby Yoda. NFC West. Sorry. Did I say East? I'm sorry. NFC West, mm-hmm. I apologize. Actually, the might be battling for the best division of football along with the AFC West. Yes, no, maybe. Yeah, uh, Seattle 49ers. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, so battling for first place. Um, again, Matthew Stafford and Kyler Murray are both doing their thing, but Kyler Murray obviously comes out on top. Um, what was it? How did I not have the final score written down? What was it? It was 37-20. I know it was 37-20. Um, the Cardinals. They, I need to apologize to, to two people, Cliff Kingsbury and K1, Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury is so fine. Oh I just God. have to say that. Okay. He is such a looker. Get it out. Mm-hmm. Get it out. You got any more? Mm-hmm. I just want to say, I did think he was unqualified, you know, the, the, one of the least qualified people to become an NFL And, and, hey, and, and <laughs> a lot of people thought the same because how do you go from getting fired at Texas Tech, not being able to compete, the, well, they competed, but they didn't compete nationally. How do you go from that to being the head coach of an NFL franchise who just fired a coach because he wasn't doing right? They fired him after one year. Also, to be fair, they probably like looking at him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. See, that's when I asked if you had any more. That that's where you're supposed to put that. Uh, <clears throat> but I think the obviously the the clear reason was that. They knew they were going to draft Kyler Murray. Why not get somebody who could run a system that would be fit Kyler Murray um, and put him in the best position to succeed? So that was that's obvious. And that's exactly what he's been doing this year. Again, I love to see a quarterback win a game, ball out, and not have to throw for 350 yards. Kyler Murray threw for 268 yards on Sunday. Two touchdowns. Zero interceptions. That's a stat line that wins a game. And even Matthew Stafford, honestly, had a stat line that could win a game. 26-41. 280 yards. Two touchdowns. One interception. So where does the problem come? It's got to be defense. The Rams, they have shown that they can put points on the board time, 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 and time, and time again. Especially under Sean McVay. But when you get get outscored, in the second and third quarter, by a margin of 27 to 3, something has gone terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. Because both teams put up yardage, yards. Both teams put up points. But I don't understand how you get outscored that bad and let uh, let yourself get beat by 17 at home to the Cardinals. They're great, but I don't understand it. Ashley, you, you sound like you have something to say. No, I don't. I agree. I agree, you know. I mean, somebody had to win. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but usually in a in a somebody has to win or somebody has to lose scenario, it's a five-point. It's a seven-point game. At the very worst, it's a ten-point game because somebody was up three and then they got a pick six because you were drive, trying to drive the ball down the field. The, the defensive back made somebody miss and scored like that. That's at the very worst in a somebody had to win, somebody had to lose situation. <laughs> Not a 17-point ball game and not getting outscored by 24 in the middle quarters. 
Listen, maybe Arizona is just that dominant of a team. Maybe. Is 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 maybe maybe that's what it is. But again, that's why I had to apologize to K1 and Coach Bro. I'm sorry, guys. I said y'all were going to finish fourth. Now, granted, again, just like I said with the Cowboys and the Super Bowl stuff and the Defensive Player of the Year, all that stuff. This had to finish in fourth over the under the 49ers? Yes, I did. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I did. Maybe I'm maybe I'm forgetting what I said, which I do a lot. But I'm pretty sure I had them picked fourth in the NFC West for the year. I apologize, guys. And if for some reason y'all go – 13 and uh, 13 the rest of the way again i apologize for jinxing you but as for now the cardinals are a legitimate contender however i was thinking this watching the game uh monday night i would not be surprised to see sofi hosting an nfc championship game and then the super bowl two weeks later and then and it being the Rams playing, obviously winning the NFC Championship, and then playing in their home stadium. Because the Rams, again, are a legitimate team. Stuff happens. Obviously, you know, you said this was a game somebody had to lose, somebody had to win. Wouldn't be surprised if the Rams rattle off a bunch of wins and end up in the NFC Championship. Because even though they're second place in their division right now, I would still probably put them as the best team in the NFC. Oh, and shout out to Cooper Cup. Listen. Listen, Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cup is, has been balling this year. one of my favorite players. He was one of my favorite players, and then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But Cooper Cup is becoming one of my favorite players. Listen, listen, listen. It is it is it is it is a position in which white men aren't really at the top of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And your boy Cooper Cup, I enjoy watching. I, will, uh, I don't I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to make this a race thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I enjoy watching young shifty receiver, young shifty white receivers, because you know it just. Well, there's yeah. a there's a few of them. There's no white cornerbacks. There's <laughs> or a few. Backs. I'm not saying there's none. Yeah. I'm just saying it's completely yeah. dominated by. Because it's it's black it's Cooper players. Cup, it's Adam Thielen, and maybe Cole Beasley. I'm trying to think of any other ones. I can't. Uh, for a minute, Julian Edelman. Right, right, right. Well, I'm thinking currently. I'm thinking currently. Where is Julian Edelman now? I don't know. I just want to say Julian Edelman's body issue, you know, if y'all don't know what the body issue is, it's one of the players posed naked for the magazine. Mm, work of art. One of the best naked bodies I've ever seen. That's a work of art. It's like the Lord came down himself and sculpted that man's body right before the shoot. Mm-mm-mm. Praise Jesus! Can we? Oh, Praise but I'm the one who talk about stuff that's not sports, right? It's isn't that sports? It's okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Is it not the body issue? Is that not can sports? we talk? Can we? Don't you have to be an athlete to be in the body issue? Can we talk? Can we? Can we move on? Can we yeah, move we can. On? Thank I you. Guess. Thank you. Uh, the big game of the week, the one everybody was looking forward to, the one that made sports uh, shows pick up and move their sets. Tom Brady returning to Foxborough. His first game in Foxborough since the 2019 wild card. Um, This was going to be the one to settle it all. Who who was it really? Was it Brady? Was it Belichick? Who was the reason for those six Super Bowls? This was the game that was going to decide it. And if you ask me, and if if I say something stupid or out of line, just give me a look. Hold your comments till the end. Belichick won. 
Tom Brady did not win this game. Um, as far as the matchup between Brady and Belichick. I agree. Um, Brady, again, I talked about stat lines that lead to wins being actually low quarterback numbers in like the 250s, 270s. Brady had 261 yards passing, 70 uh, net rating. Um, Belichick, and I knew Belichick was going to figure out everything he could do to make sure Tom Brady did not go off for 350 yards and four touchdowns. And that's exactly it, what he did. Was it Belichick or was it Brady in his own head? It was definitely Brady in his you own think, head. Brady, I Brady saw is, at least in the first quarter, I saw Brady overthrow the ball grossly three and, and, times in the first quarter. And maybe it's a little that's bit of that. That's not even the whole game. Maybe it's a little bit of that, maybe, too. Anybody but, who watched that, did you watch the game live? I, I could again. I was at work. I caught the. Brady I caught more of the second half. Threw the ball grossly, mm-hmm. quite a few times. Yes. I counted three in the first, in the first eight minutes mm-hmm. of regulation. At least three. The man was like, he was in his own head. He said he got emotional before the game. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, the man was letting you know that you know he's human. Yeah. And that coming into this game, you know, meant a lot to him, and mm-hmm. it was a lot going on in his mind. And yeah. Tom Brady, he was just nervous. He was, it was a lot going on. Yeah. His, his family was there. Mm-hmm. His parents don't make it out to many games that uh that often anymore. But they were in the in the luxury suite. Mm-hmm. Brady was in his own head. Brady, I saw Brady a, a few times throw overthrow the ball grossly. Yeah. It was Brady. If it, granted, I'm not taking anything away from Bill Belichick. I agree. Bill Belichick did show up. He did have his team prepared mm-hmm. to play the Buccaneers. But Brady was making costly mistakes that Brady does not normally make. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, look. They still won a game, though. Right, they still won a game. And you know why? Shout out to Mac Jones. Thank you. Yes. Do we see that coming? No, absolutely no. not. He's like, hey, look. You don't believe in that. And he's like, you know what, man? Hey, look. I know that old fart over there used to do a lot of stuff. But this is my show now. This is number 15, Time to Shine. And that's, hey, look. 275, two touchdowns, plus uh, over 100 passer rating. Shouts out to you, Mac Jones. But you know what still – see, here's the thing about the Patriots, though. They don't have a <laughs> – yeah, Mac Jones put up a lot of numbers. Ashley, would you like to take a wild guess at the Patriots' net rushing yards from Sunday? Oh, yeah. Um, shoot. I don't know. What was it? What was it, Murphy? Negative one. I, I knew it was bad. I knew it was bad. Ne- Nelson Aguilar. Was their leading rusher with four yards? <laughs> um, when when you see numbers like that, you're like, "What's going on?" And 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 just looking at the stats, it looked like they just were like, "We're not running the ball today. We're throwing this sucker." Even though the skies had opened up and it was raining cats and dogs in Foxborough Sunday uh, Sunday night, so hey, still look good. he did. Hey, he did his thing. If, hey, if this is Patriots. not. Uh-huh. If you're a Patriots fan, you are hopeful with, with, with what yes, you, you saw. Are. With what you saw, uh, was it Monday night? Was it Sunday Monday night? night. Sunday, Sunday night. Yes, you, you're and you're 100. percent You're 100 percent right. You are hopeful at, at what you saw because of what you saw Sunday. But they got to figure out something in that rushing game. Oh, absolutely. Because you don't, you're not going to win games. Granted, Tampa Bay still has an excellent defense, and I think that especially a running defense that has been shown the past few weeks that they are run the. Probably, I would put them as the best run defense in the league. Let's let's start there. So obviously you're not going to get 150 rushing yards out of your backs. But you, you saw what they did to y'all. You're you're right. 
Dak Prescott had to throw the ball 58 times. Exactly. So, but with that, you still got to figure out something because that, that's how you lose that game. That's why they lost the game. Uh, and, 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 and I'm just going to skip to it because we're slightly low on time. Actually, there is a, um, there's a, uh, a pay, a channel. That's the word I was looking for on YouTube. Man's name is Chisel the Dynasty. We were watching one of his videos. He's a man you said, sound like he's from Boston. He has it out for Nick Folk for, and for obvious reasons, because he couldn't make a kick. Nick Folk was a redemption story. Nick Folk had come back. Chisel the Dynasty had forgiven him. And I had to as well. I was over the days of him being in Dallas, but Nick Folk. With a 50, was it 56 yards? Had a 56 yarder to put the Patriots up. And he doinked it. Matt, it's just spectacular. It's acting like a 56 yarder is just an easy thing to do. But here's the thing he had the leg, he had everything right. If this was a 54 yarder, it would have snuck right behind the upright. But the, it, it, it's, it's not, you're right, a 56 yarder is not an easy kick to make. I'm not. By any means, some coming on here saying, I'm not by any means coming on here saying I can do it. <laughs> Let's start there. I have kicked the field goal and stuff like the NFL experience. Real game, obviously no. But it, it, but it also here's the thing: it's not just Nick Folk's fault. You're playing Tom Brady. Let's say he makes that kick. Let's say it's 20 to 19. There's about 55 seconds left. What do you think Tom Brady's going to do with that football? Other than get them in field goal range so Ryan Suckup can line up for a field goal. That's what he's been known to do. Everybody talks about how he leads fourth quarter winning drives, and rightfully so. And this is not to take away from him what I'm about to say. But Super Bowl 36, when I cried, it was not a Tom Brady touchdown. It was a field goal. Uh, Super Bowl 38 against Carolina, it was a field goal. Somebody has to get them to the field goal. Exactly. But, But what I'm saying is, what do you, we've seen it time and time again. He might not put the ball in the end zone, but he's going to put his team in position to win the game every Absolutely. single time. Every it's single like time. When, it's like when Chris Bosh put Ray Allen in the position to score that corner three mm-hmm. when they were playing, what was it, the Spurs? The Spurs. When they were playing the Spurs. I still say if Tim Duncan makes that layup, if Tim Duncan makes that layup, every, none of this matters. I'm just it's saying. Just, it's just the assist. Tom no, Brady you're right. Given the assist, yeah, that absolutely. Was you. Weren't you saying, you know, is it Tom Brady winning the uh, Super Bowls or is it his kicker winning the Super Bowls? That, wasn't that you? No, I'm, no, no, I, I don't think I said that. That wasn't. You I might have. I might have accidentally said when, that. But when no. you, me, Michelle, and Dez were mm-hmm. on the podcast, you mm-hmm. didn't say that. I, I probably. Or maybe I, it was Dez. Maybe it, yeah, probably Dez because he's a Panthers fan and he's probably upset about losing to them uh, in 2004. Yes. Shout out to Tom Brady for breaking the record for most passing yards in NFL history. Mm-hmm. We knew it was coming. With Drew Brees in attendance on With Sunday. Drew Brees yes. in attendance. You know, special moments. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And what other way to do it than at the place in front of the coach that took, that saw potential in you, mm-hmm. you know, and now you're the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Late in the draft, too. Like, come on. Right. Six rounds. Pick one ninety nine. Romance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, done with that one. Shout, yep. shout out to mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Okay. Now let's talk about a coach who um ain't gonna He's be always in the news. It might not be ta- okay, Ashley, I'm gonna I'm a I'm gonna give you a list of three things. This was a certain coach's criteria to examine for struggling teams. Here's number one. Number one was trust issues. 
Number two is a dysfunctional environment. And number three is selfishness. Who said that? Was it Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer said that <laughs> on uh on a Fox pregame show or postgame, I don't remember, but it was a screen grab from a couple year uh a year or two ago when he obviously wasn't still coaching. Uh that's what you call manifestation. Right. That's what you call that right there. <laughs> so why are we talking about Urban Meyer? I'm glad we you... talk about Urban Meyer every week. <laughs> right. I'm glad you asked. Let, At this point. <laughs> so there's a certain th- how do I say this? The The worst thing you can do, and I've, I'm sure I've said this about players in the past, but it, it goes double for coaches. The worst thing you can do is be a distraction. I, I believe it was Mina Combs who said this yesterday on NFL Live. What what should we be talking about with the, uh, with the Jaguars? We should be talking about how good their performance was on Thursday night. Even though they lost, they actually looked like a somewhat decent football team who kind of knew what they were doing. The rookie kind of looked decent. The coaching staff didn't look just inept. They looked like football, right? But then a couple days later, we see a video of Urban Meyer getting a lap dance, essentially. Look, I'm not a news organization, so I can <laughs> I can say what I feel. You might not be able to say this on, on CBS. I can say, look, the man was getting a lap dance. Ain't no look like, ain't no legend. The man was getting a lap dance from girl who looked like shoot. The lady seemed to be dancing close to his leg. Okay, fine. Okay, guys, Thank you. Thank you for news speak. Thank you for news speak. <laughs> guys, let me let me let me catch you up real quick though. Okay. <laughs> the ladies seem to be dancing mighty close to his leg. That's 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 what that looked like. And you know what but, else it looked like? What? It looked like he was uh how do I say this? Um uh, checking her temperature the way you would uh, check a child, uh, an infant's temperature. Mervin, his hands I, were, I like, his hands was like mighty close. Too, his hands was mighty like close. Too far there. Hand, hey, look, <laughs> maybe his hands was mighty. His hands was where they shouldn't have been. We're gonna call like a legal touch and that's a ten yard penalty on Urban I feel Meyer. Like went a little far there. Anyways, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars played the Cincinnati Bengals. They lost twenty four to twenty one. Mm-hmm. And on the day in which they were flying back home, mm-hmm. Urban Meyer stayed behind people. And then this video surfaces of mm-hmm. him in the bar with this lady dancing close mm-hmm. to his legs. Continue, Mervyn. Thank you. And so it, it start. It, let's just start there. Let's start where you where you where you put us. I again, obviously not in the NFL, or y'all wouldn't be listening to me talk to you right now. Um, I have never heard. Of a coach in the NFL not going back with his team, especially after a loss, and especially after being 0 4. Now, granted, okay. 0 4. 0 4, by 4. the way, for the first time in Urban Meyer's career. Only as time, I, and, and, and to be completely fair, only time you hear about it in college is let's say uh, a team has come to Houston or they go to Dallas or some big recruiting hotspot, they play it on a Thursday. They got a little extra time because their next game is until that next Saturday. Hey, I'm going to stay in in Los Angeles. There's a recruit at this high school. I want to go see him play since we're already out here. Okay, that makes sense. But to stay after your team has just gotten beat for the fourth straight game and your team looks still looks like garbage. As good as they look, they still look bad. Uh-huh. You should be on the plane with your team. You should be making your coaches mad. Because they wanted to take a, a to get a little bit of rest on the flight back to Jacksonville, and you want to watch film. That's what should be happening. You should be talking to Trevor in the front of the plane or wherever your sleeping quarters are, saying, "Hey, let's talk about this. 
what happened, yada, 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 coach stuff, coach stuff. That's what you should be doing. I get it. Your family's in Columbus. You had a lot of time in Columbus. You had a lot of success in Columbus. That's 100% fair. But now is not the time. Or even if you do, you should be there and still working. You should have said, hey, coach, look, I need something on a hard drive or email it to me or whatever so I can be watching film. Yeah, I'm going to spend some time with my grandkids because that's what he said he was doing. That's what, that's what he said. That's what he said he was doing. I ain't going to call the man a liar. But he said he was spending <laughs> time with his grandkids, spending time with his family, all that. That's fine. Wait, wait, what was the exact excuse? He said he was spending time with his grandkids at a restaurant. Right. And then somebody at a next door bar asked him to come over to do what? Maybe get an autograph? Take a I picture? don't know. What was it? Because, I don't know. Because the bar he was at is, he owns that bar. So it's not like he just went down to 6th Street and showed up at a random bar. Like, that. that's his bar. But the fact still remains, you sh- you have work to do. Even Absolutely. if you do have 10 days before your next game, you have a lot of work to do, dude. Because you're you're on track. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but I was thinking about this. Last season, they started off 1-0. They tweeted, 1-0 isn't enough. And they lost, they've lost 19 straight since. <laughs> this, is, this is really on par to become the next Cleveland Browns if they don't get their act together. Real quick. Yes. And so you're in that situation. I get it. You want to see your family. Your family can come see you in Jacksonville. You got you got enough money to put them on a plane to come visit you in Jacksonville if that's the case. And again, and let, and let me be clear. Let me be clear. I don't condone it. I wouldn't do it, especially if I was a married man, and especially if I'm an NFL head coach in 2021 <laughs> where phones are everywhere and everything can be on the internet in five seconds or less. Depend on your connection. Yeah, y'all go to social media mm-hmm. and just look up the Urban Meyer video right. and let us know what you right. think. Look, look, like you know, that. Mervyn says he was getting lap dance. I say the girl was dancing mighty close to his leg. Again, you know, let, I don't let, let for, us know what you think. I don't work you know for a news saying? organization. I can say what I want to. I'm going to mm-hmm. put it like that. Look, I'm not condoning being an idiot and, and doing stuff when you got a wife at home, but nothing's illegal about it. It's just very immoral. If, you, if, if that's how you believe, if you believe in marriage and the sanctity of that, it's moral. Okay, let's start there. But again, uh, okay, but but but, the, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's a big problem. You can't, as a coach, tell me, don't be an idiot. Don't be out at bars, especially after we just got beat. Don't be out drinking with everybody. Or if you are, drink with the teammates at the house. Drink with the, the homies at the house. Put the phones away. Talk all the crap you want to. Do, do everything you want to do in the sanctity of somebody's house and be safe about it. Because we still have a job to do. Don't, again, don't be an idiot. You can't tell me not to do that. And then you go out and you, again, have a wife and kids and grandkids that you're supposed to be with. Getting a lap dance. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> um, okay, so we, we talked about the incident, the most recent incident. Mm-hmm. The question Mervin wrote on the rundown is, will Urban Meyer make it to next no. week? No. Uh, well. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Let me just, you know. Let me catch y'all up as to what he's done thus far. Oh, <laughs> come on. No, whoa, 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 whoa. See, see, you're still in my thunder. Okay. You're still in my thunder. My bad. You, I mean, th- you've been going on. You've been rambling. Still you were talking thunder. about me. Let's get to it. Thank Let's you. get to the juice. So, I, I <laughs> wish I had the actual tweet I got the screenshot from, but there's a screenshot. Right after Urban Meyer gets, uh, gets hired, who does he hire first? Chris Doyle. Who is Chris Doyle? Uh-huh. Strength and conditioning coach. 
from Iowa who got uh, in some trouble because of some racist comments he said, talking about sending you back to the ghetto if you don't do what you're supposed to do. He was uh, he resigned <laughs> shortly thereafter. He signed mm-hmm. Tim Tebow as a tight end. Tim Tebow Tim never Tebow played, tight, played end. tight end. Mm-hmm. He was playing minor league baseball and got signed as <laughs> tight end. And we all saw that block attempt in the preseason. Um, mm-hmm. Sure did. He decided to, uh, he had James Robertson on his roster already. He drafts Travis Etienne. Maybe he wants to get Trevor and his home, uh, Trevor and uh, Travis back together. They had some real good times at uh, Clemson. Whatever. These are running backs, by the way. Running back. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, he openly admitted that he was hoping to draft Kadarius Tony with the pick that they use on Travis Etienne. So not only did he draft the wrong player, he said he was going <laughs> to get somebody else. That, that makes me feel great, coach. Um, he told reporters <laughs> that they cut that he cut players due to their vaccination status, uh, which led to an NFLPA investigation. Again, something that everybody was doing, but you don't open your mouth about it because you don't want to get sued. Wait, he said it, and then his team came back and was like, no, we, no, we, that's not what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to cover their butt. Right. Uh, then after that, had an open, he had an open quarterback competition between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew. Uh, Gardner Minshew got traded uh, a few weeks later, but was still and splitting reps. Trevor. Well, was still, sp- was still splitting reps uh, in practice. And what pick was Trevor Lawrence? Numero uno. uno. Numero uno. Yes. Um, he traded away last year's number uh, number nine overall pick. Team starts on four, and now we're here where the team where he doesn't travel back with the team after losing to Cincinnati. Uh, and then the this is what I was looking for, Ashley. Um, here it is. Certain things you don't want to have to hear from an NFL franchise. Number one was after week two. I don't have the statement in front of me, but uh, essentially saying like, hey, we're fighting hard. We're fighting for you, Duval. Don't leave us. We got you. We, we, we coming back better. Paraphrasing, obviously. But there was that. And then to have your owner have to come out with a statement that says, and I quote, I've addressed this matter with Urban, talking about the lap dance. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. <laughs> what I will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now he must regain our trust and respect. That will require personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. End of quote. Here's the problem with that, Ashley. I saw this quote and read it. And you know what it sounded like to me? It sounded like a woman. I hate to bring women into this. I apologize. But sound like a woman who's with a dude who's always cheating on her. And the dude keeps cheating on her. And he says, and the woman says, you know what? We had a conversation. I know everybody sees this on social media. I'm a celebrity. I talked to him, man. He said he was he was sorry. I felt like he was sorry. So, you know, he showed some remorse. And we, we're going to get through this. And you know what happens two weeks later? They broke up. Why? Because he cheated again. Of course he sounds remorseful. He doesn't want to get fired. When you have to have conversations, when when a when an alert comes out that says they're having closed-door conversations about you and it's not about the team you're playing next week, what are we talking about? We're trying to figure out a way to fire you without having to pay you your salary. We're trying to find a clause in your contract, and we're trying to do this without having the NFL and lawyers down our back because we need to fire you for cause. Because if we can do it tomorrow, we're doing it today. Sorry. <laughs> uh, dang, why'd you get 
Okay. More. Okay. Let me go ahead. Sorry. More screenshots, and then I'm going to let you talk. There's a thread. Michael Silver on Twitter. I don't. He has connections to only a few players in the Jacksonville locker room because a bunch of them are rookies. It's might as well be an expansion team. He also covers Seattle. There's a few players from Seattle that are on this team now. So I'm. There's only a couple guesses of who might have said this. I'm not going to go into it too far. Thread number one. Urban Meyer's situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room. One player told me he has zero credibility in the stadium. He had very little to begin with. Players were particularly put off by the fact that Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting as he dealt with the uproar over the videos. He even canceled the team meeting because he was too scared. Instead, Meyer only apologized to position groups individually. He portrayed the woman in the videos as a random person who was just there dancing. Suffice it to say, his audience was highly skeptical. Said one player, we looked at him like WTF, right? When, right when he left, everyone started dying laughing and he knew it. Bottom line, the player said, it's bad. I don't know how he's going to function. That sounds like a reason to get rid of a coach in week four slash week five. Absolutely. It's just getting ridiculous over there. Listen, we've been talking about Urban Meyer for how long? We've been since he got hired. Since he got hired, y'all. We've been talking about him since he even coached an NFL game as a head coach. Sir, it's, 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 it's time to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with this man. Pause. And let's not forget, remember when Urban Meyer was doing that interview and he was in a camper or something and his friend... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that yesterday. was doing a Zoom interview and his friend came in with no shirt on and he's like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> and you could see it in the interview. like Because like he's a reflection. in front of a mirror. <laughs> right. It was a reflection behind him. And you could see this big juicy white man with no shirt on and everybody answers a question so then when the interviewer was asking another question he's like trying to hey get out get out move hey get out the way man and he's trying to tell him while still listening to the interview it was just so awkward i remember when that happened yeah, yeah. that's that's wild. Seems, seems to me like urban meyer likes to party that's what seems to me clearly he likes to party and he likes to do what he wants. and what happened was jacksonville gave him too much credibility mm-hmm. when when he got there, I mean, I understand Urban Meyer has a, a, a great resume when it comes to college football. Mm-hmm. But hey, the NFL—it's a whole other—it's—it's just—it's a whole other league. Can't like you, y'all gave him to me, y'all gave him too much power starting in as an NFL head coach, and now mm-hmm. you're starting to see the downfall of it. Mm-hmm. And that's—that's that's what's going on. Um, so yeah, to the question: Will Urban Meyer make it to next week? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> especially, the, here's the thing: not only are they on four. Not only do they look like a team that could go on with 17, let's not even go that far. They got Tennessee coming to town. And Tennessee just got beat by the Jets. So if you don't think Ken Henry, King Henry right. If you don't think King Henry is about to try his best to run for 250 yards on Sunday, you're out of your mind. I hope he does. <laughs> They're going to get absolutely demolished on Sunday. I need the points of fantasy. Fair enough. On to the last NFL topic. It's going to be real quick. I just want to talk about the Vic Fangio, uh, John Harbaugh situation because I just thought this was hilarious. Uh, so the Ravens played the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos finally played a team worth something, uh, not named Jets, Jaguars, Giants. Um, they were up. Uh, the Ravens were up 23-7 late. Um, the Broncos had the ball. They were near the end zone. They're throwing the ball into the end zone trying to score. Um, Ravens intercepted the pass with three seconds left. What do most teams do? They probably take a knee. Let's. We've already won the game. Let's go home. Not. 
the Baltimore Ravens because they were coming in with a 42-game streak of at least 100 yards rushing. And they had discussed this before this happened. They said, if we get the ball back, we're going to run the ball. We want the yards, right? That's fair. They, had, If you got a streak going like that for, yeah, almost three whole seasons, yeah, I'm going to do what I can to make sure we keep the streak alive. They got the five yards. They got out of bounds. They didn't run the score touchdown. That's all they did. Now, Vic Fangio, the head coach of the uh, Broncos, was asked about this after the game. Here's what he had to say. Uh, did you have a problem with the last play that Baltimore ran? Yeah, I thought it was kind of bull****, but I expected it from them. You know, I've 37 years in pro ball, I've never seen anything like that. So, But it was to be expected, and we expected it. Why did you expect it from them? Because I just know how they operate. You know, they that's just their... You know, mode of operation there, player safety is. So, that's what Vic Fangio had to say. He called it BS. Um, yes, I added the bleep myself. Pat on myself on the back for that. Thank you. Um, so, that's what he had to say. Because he was like, why would you do that? Why are you going to run the ball? Here's my thought. But, well, see, I had a thought watching this. Well, just hearing about this. But, unfortunately, a man higher than me also said the same thing. And he's the coach of the Ravens. Here's what he had to say in response to what Vic Fangio had to say. I thought we were on good terms. We had a nice chat before the game. Uh, known each other for a long time, but I promise you, I'm not going to give that insult one second thought. That's, uh, what's, meaningful, what's meaningful to us might not be meaningful to them. Their concerns are definitely not our concerns. And, uh, you know, we didn't expect to get the ball back, you know, but I had already decided, we decided that if we got the ball back, we were going to try to get the yards. And we got it back with three seconds left. So you're throwing the ball in the end zone, 10 seconds left. I don't know that there's a 16-point touchdown that's going to be possible right there. So, you know, that didn't have anything to do with winning the game. So, like I said, what's meaningful to us might not be meaningful to them, and we're not going to concern ourselves with that. Did you hear what he said at the end of that clip? They yeah. didn't know that there's a 16-point touchdown play. And as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, there isn't one. So if you're down. I don't remember who said it. This happened in college a few years ago. A coach got mad because somebody ran up the score on him because they were the team was up. They were taking a knee. The coach called a timeout. So you know what the team that was taking a knee did? They ran their offense back out on the field and threw a touchdown the next play. Because if the game is over, if you're going to take a knee, then the game is over. But if you're down and you're still fighting, then I'm going to keep fighting. And if I got five more yards to go to get my, to get my record, that's what I'm going to do. And again, if there's a 16-point touchdown play out there, let me know because I've been watching football my whole life. I've never seen it. So you're down. You're throwing the ball into the end zone. So whatever happens after that, happens. Vic Fangio, shut up. This is not – you lost the game. You probably don't want to lose this PR battle, what you're doing right now, by calling it BS or whatever because you were trying to play to the end and there was no chance of winning. Whatever they do on the other side is not their fault at that point. I agree. And shout out to the Ravens. You know, they lost both of their starting – well, they lost their starting running back and their uh, backup running back, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, before mm-hmm. the season or during the preseason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they still out here, you know, toting that pill. Heavily because Lamar Jackson, you know, they signed you know, some veterans. Right. But, hey, I do the same thing. Right. <laughs> See, listen, you're mad because you lost. That's, that's right. all that's what you're mad You're mad because you lost. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. get over it. Next, Again. I'm doing the record too. I'm not, especially if I only got five. Next, five. well, it, they only needed three. They got five, and again, they ran the ball out of bounds. 
they were nice. They didn't they didn't turn the field. They ran. And and then it'd be different also if they came out in like a uh, in the victory formation, like they were gonna take a knee and then run. That'd be different. Now you're putting player safety on the line because they're not lined up to run a plate. They came out in a full set. <laughs> what are ca- the odds? Somebody was saying about what about player safety. What are the odds that Lamar Jackson or right. somebody on the team gets hurt there? Yeah. Very low. Right. Very low. Right. So, yeah, with that being said, uh, we're going to take a break because we have talked a long time already. Um, and we'll be back with the second half of the More Right Than Wrong podcast. This is Mervyn Wright Jr., and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. Well, hello. How's it going? What is up, everybody? This is Mervyn. That's Ashley. This second half of the More Right Than Wrong podcast. This is episode 36, Ashley. I don't know if you said that at the beginning of the show, but this is 36. Nope. Um, not gonna lie to you. Surprised we made it this far. But, uh, Me too. You know, but like LeBron does, I carry my team on my shoulders. And here we are. But you're not LeBron. <laughs> You're not LeBron by any means. Lego, you're right. You're right. I'm not. Because LeBron James, nobody's LeBron. The greatest of all time. He's you know what I'm saying? The greatest time. humanitarian. The greatest basketball player. You know, I strive to be as great as that. I mean, he's not the greatest of all totally time. You are totally correct. He's not the you greatest You are totally of all time. correct. We discussed this. He's not you know, the greatest And shout out to time. Nike. Have you seen the LeBron James Innovation Center that Nike built for LeBron James? That's on some next level I stuff. Bro, you gotta Google it. Next level. I'll does Michael it. Jordan have one? Does does Michael Jordan? Is it Michael Jordan also with Nike? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Technically. They only built it for one person, and it's the goat. Anyways. Uh, uh, <clears throat> thank you. Um. So. <laughs> dang! So, <laughs> I was I was tossing to you. Like dang! dang. Oh, I always think somebody's trying to steal his thunder. Hey man, look, I don't have that much. So when <laughs> I have it, I need to be able to use it. Uh, the reason why you don't have that much is because you don't prepare. Well, uh, okay. Prepares. Was I prepared today? Thank you. Uh. So today. Uh. So for the back half of the show, we're going to talk about the MLB, um, and the WNBA playoffs, as well as the NBA's vaccination drama. Uh. Bubba Wallace. Uh. No, get, excuse me. Yes, ma'am. You said WNBA playoffs. You forgot. And Williams drama, drama. I apologize. Juicy. Uh, NBA vaccine drama. Uh, Bubba Wallace getting that dub this week. And then uh, talking about Facebook and Instagram going down. Ashley, I have one piece of music ready. So if you need another piece of music, just call that out. Just let me know. I'll, I'll get what some cute. I don't know. If you need music, let me know. I'll get a, get a what's couple. The, what's the type of music is it? Look, I don't know. I only music have music. For, you don't know. I only have music for the coach segment. I only because I have the end and I have the music that I use for my minute in here and we're not going to use that because that's, I mean, that's proprietary. Mervyn didn't prepare a minute today, guys. He, I guess he didn't want to tell y'all what he did this week. I, well, that and also we got a lot on it. We had a lot on this we do. It's, a lot, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. <laughs> so if you if you want some music before another segment, just let me know and I'll find something and you'll just be happy with what I play. Deal, deal. Continue. Nah, Mervin, you continue. You trash. What you mean continue? Is it oh, what you talk about? What? <laughs> Look, I thought we were both kind of carrying this together. Um, I mean, we are, but okay. You watch this. You watched the game last night. I didn't watch well, the game. Well, see, I watched uh, most of the game, um, and then I had a meeting that I had to hop on, okay, so I couldn't well, see all of it. Okay. okay. Yeah. The Red Sox. In the the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees, y'all, mm-hmm. this is one of the oldest rivalries known to man. Mm-hmm. One of the most historic rivalries known to man. When I tell y'all, Boston Red Sox people hate New York Yankee people, and vice versa. Vice versa. versa. Uh huh. 
Lord Jesus. Well, anyways, <clears throat> they met last night in the uh, AL wild card game. Winner takes all. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I say winner takes all, winner just advances to, to the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> but it counts. Um, winner go home. Same thing. Uh, the person who wins this one plays the Tampa Bay Rays mm-hmm. tomorrow night. Um, and basically, yeah, just trying to get into the playoffs. Um, well, in the game, I mean, I just, I mean, I'm okay. just gonna see what happened. <laughs> right. I was about to say, well, first, I'm first just, things I'm just first. Cut to the I was about to say, first things first, Garrett Cole looked like, he ain't looked like garbage, but Garrett Cole didn't make him more than a couple innings. Garrett Cole gets paid a lot of money to be on the mound in a big position like this. He should not be getting taken out this early. Uh, Okay, Garrett Cole, starting pitcher. Um, For those of you who don't know, Garrett Cole played with the Astros the year after uh, we won our World Series, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Haters going to hate, you know what I'm saying? But Gary Cole, uh, starting pitcher, the man only lasted for two innings. Mm-hmm. He gave up two homers and three runs in two innings. It is tied for his shortest his shortest outing of his career. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Shame, shame, shame. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the reasons why they lost. You know, homeboy, they had to, had to pull him up out of there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The ending result to this game, y'all, the Red Sox won. They invested AODS. They won 6-2 over the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, whatever. But Garrett Cole, he's one of the reasons. Also, um, Aaron Judge, let us all rise. Um, you know, well, the, the man, he did. Except for him getting thrown out at, at home. But, yeah, sorry. I about to say, the, the, the man didn't, he, he didn't put his team on his back like, mm-hmm. you know, I do here on this podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, the Red Sox eliminated the uh, New York Yankees last night, mm-hmm. uh, and they have now eliminated the Yankees in each of their last three postseason meetings, which was in 2004 mm-hmm. in AOCS, 2018 in AODS, and mm-hmm. now in this 2021 wild card game. At this point, Yankees, what are you doing? Okay. So what are you doing? One thing. Also, regular season. Mm-hmm. Their series during the regular season, Boston also won. Mm-hmm. So. so, one, uh, the Yankees have two former Rangers, Ruggie Odor and Joey Gallo. I hate it for them because I like those guys. Uh, but it, you just happen to be on the wrong side. Also, I don't know if you know this, and it's not me being a bandwagon. I have a second team in a lot of sports. <laughs> uh, and baseball is one of them. And Boston just so happens to be that second team in baseball. So it's kind of kind of made me a little happy last Who's night. The second team? You said Boston? Yes, Boston is. Um, bandwagon. Whatever. But uh, in last night's game, um, there were two times where Giancarlo Stanton came up just this short. First inning, uh, he put one off the green monster. And even the announcer thought that ball was gone. He's short of what? Of, of a hummer. Of a hummer, sorry. Um, okay. And then, um, I don't remember exactly which ending what it is, but the same play that Aaron Judge got thrown out at home was the same play Giancarlo Stanton hit another one off the monster. He's standing there posing, thinking the ball is about to go out. Um, and then it bounced off the wall, couple cutoffs, and then Aaron Judge gets thrown out at home plate. Uh, like I said, Boston was just a better team last night. It was really that simple. And this, this the, the thing about one game, uh, about wild card games like this or game sevens or anything like this, Anything could happen. You played this game seven times. The Yankees can obviously win a couple of them, but it's just how it is. Also, you mentioned uh, 2004. One of my favorite documentaries 
is the four days in October 30 for 30 about the Red Sox beating the Yankees after coming down, coming back from a 3-0 deficit. It's the first time that it ever happened. If you haven't seen that documentary, it's actually pretty great. I suggest you go watch it. You look like you like documentaries. I do. You I look love. like you'd be watching the Animal Planet. Uh, not anymore, but I look. I do love me a good sports documentary. You look like you belong on Animal Planet. Anyways, um, that was after that was a reach, guys. That was a reach. Was it? That was a reach. Was it? That was a reach. Y'all, have y'all seen? Continue. Mervin? That was a reach. Um, you know that was a reach. I don't think so. Um. After this 6-2 win, the Boston Red Sox had a champagne party in the locker room. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think you should have a champagne party in the locker room by winning a yeah, wild card you, game. Mm-hmm. You just you had to play an extra game mm-hmm. <laughs> to get into the playoffs yes. than these other teams. I just, just want to say that. A few, one of the few times, Ashley, me and you agree. Because baseball is good for a champagne party. And they do it after every round. I don't believe in it. I get it. You celebrate the fact that you have made it to another round. That is 100% fair. I, I get celebrating. But you got one goal in mind, and that's holding a commissioner's trophy because you won the last game of the season. I don't know. I, like you, don't don't necessarily like celebrating after a wild card win. Don't necessarily like um, celebrating after the divisional series and the championship series. Celebrate when you're holding the commissioner's trophy. Then we can have all the parties we want to. Uh, well, so, about this game. Your boy, Alex Rodriguez, was trending. Whose boy? <laughs> Your boy, Alex Who's Rodriguez, boy? I was, can't tre- stay. was trending. Man. A.K.A. A-Rod. Man. Y'all. So, A-Rod. A-Rod, you know, is a legendary Yankee legend. I know I just said legendary legend. But I'm going to say it again. A-Rod is a legendary Yankee legend. You know, he most notably just got dumped by J-Lo. Mm-hmm. And she went back to a... What was the guy's name? Ben Ben Ben, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. He also yeah, looked like right. a he also looked like a car baby in two thousand four when he knocked the hand out of the pitcher's glove trying to run the first base. Anyways, your saying. boy Alex Rodriguez was an analyst for this game, for this wild card game with his former team, and let's just say, your boy was trending on Twitter. Alex Rodriguez to me is the equivalent of when Jason Witten decided he wanted to be an analyst after uh, quitting football for the first time. Mm-hmm. He just was not good. I don't know if y'all remember when Jason Witten tried to be an analyst. He was just was not terrible. good. It was, bad. Mm-hmm. it was bad. It was bad. You know, and then Tony Romo came out. You know, Tony Romo was just outdoing the man. But Jason Witten, you do not belong behind that analyst chair. Mm-hmm. Neither does A-Rod. A-Rod was trending, y'all, because his takes were just terrible. He was saying basic things that we all know about baseball. Like those of you who don't even watch baseball, y'all could have had better takes in. He was just saying the most basic things. Mm-hmm. But then he was getting factual things wrong. We were talking about Garrett Cole. He was talking about how Garrett Cole's second season in the Bronx will be much better than his first. This is his second season. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? It was just going downhill from there, y'all. Downhill from there. He was just saying the most basic things known to man. And then it was just, I don't know. I was I was I was I was on Twitter and I saw um people were recording just the game in general and nothing was going on. We they were just recording what the things that A Rod was saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this, you know, A Rod is a legend. Mm-hmm. But this 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 industry, 
you know what I'm saying, that we live in. It's not for everybody, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You can see it. Like, A-Rod, obviously, an amazing baseball player. You can see Debatable. it on the field. R- really, I'm Marvin? joking. I just don't like him. <laughs> okay. Like him. You can see it on the field, but not know how to verbalize it. Right. And I think he's one of those people, mm-hmm. you know? Just like Jason Witten, A-Rod, Hall of Famer. You just, it, it, it's not for you, fam. You don't think A-Rod's a Hall of Famer? Only because... What? You, oh, no, no, no. Only because he's one of the... They, He's one of the last of the steroid era. That's all I'm saying. It's now maybe in a while when all the old guys die off and some of those steroid players might get in. But <laughs> as far as for now, he's he's up he's in there with Bonds, uh Schilling, uh uh Roger Clemens, those guys who they were steroid guys. They they won't make the Hall of Fame, at least for right now. Sometimes you know what I'm saying that Roy rage, you know. Mm-hmm. In fact, he missed he missed the whole season because it's because of PDs. So he yeah, did. he's. Mm-mm. Sometimes that Roy rage, you know, it gets the best of mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? But yes, uh, being an analyst is not for him. It's Let not. it go. Let it go. I understand. You know, you try to be an owner. It didn't work out. Did he ever? Mm-mm. Did he ever end up owning owning the team? No, he was trying to, but and- it got sold to somebody else. I know him and J-Lo tried to go in together. Good thing that didn't happen. For right. <laughs> then they'd have to split that up with a divorce. <laughs> That's not funny. Divorce I mean, it's not a divorce because they were engaged. Know, they never but, got married. But, I mean, they were close enough. They would have had to figure out how to split that up. But, yeah. Oh, for sure. You know. Um, but, yeah, shout out to him. It's not for you. Try something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this ain't it. Um, anyways, we can move on. You know, that was nice and quick. Uh, the WBA. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, I got you. Um, hey, we can. We can. Merman just grabbed his phone. No, hold on. This, no, I'm I'm joking. You know, if 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 this platform ever gets big enough, I can replace I can replace Merman. <laughs> who's who's no, this is when you bring in. This is when you bring in an expert. This is when you bring in an expert. <laughs> go mm-hmm, ahead. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Continue. The ladies. I don't think the ladies will like feeling disrespected by you, especially the I'm not, ladies. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Talk. Odds are, I just want to say, odds are, if I were to post this video, the odds are very good. That a WNBA lady that we are talking about can see. I'm this video. looking, uh, Ashley. They're very well. I'm, I'm saying. I know. I'm in some similar circles with some WNBA women. That's what I'm just saying. Oh, you're cool. Saying. Oh, oh, you think? Oh, you're cool. Oh, I was. Gonna, I'm not saying I'm cool. I'm, I'm just saying the odds of them I'm watching joking. a video or listening to this podcast are higher than anybody else we talk about. Because their notoriety is not that high because of people like you. Anyways, let's get into the WBA playoffs. For those of you who don't know. I tried to watch last year. (laughs) For those of you who don't know. uh, For those of you who don't know, the WBA is in the semifinals round of the playoffs. Um, Mm -hmm. The number one, Connecticut Sun, are playing the Chicago Sky. Mm -hmm. And the number two, Las Vegas Aces, are playing the Phoenix Mercury. Now, a lot of people had the number one and number two teams, the Sun and the Aces, playing each other mm-hmm. in the championship game okay but now they both need victories on the road to keep their seasons alive the chicago sky are beating the sun two to one in the series right now and then the phoenix mercury are beating the aces two to one in the series it's not like the nba is not seven game series there are five game series okay mm-hmm. um for those of you who, who need some context on who's on what team 
Phoenix has Brittany Griner. They have uh, Diana Taurasi. Uh, Chicago Sky has Candace Parker mm-hmm. uh, because Derek Fisher, you know, See, she I knew to, that mm-hmm. she had to throw the chunk of the deuces because I told you once before I in the podcast. Also, anyway. They got Courtney Vandersloot. They got Allie Quigley. Uh, the Aces have Asia Wilson, Liz Cambage, mm-hmm. Kelsey Plum, mm-hmm. Chelsea Gray. Uh, Connecticut has the 2021 MVP John Quill Jones. Uh, they also have Dewana Bonner. So there are some names there to try to put some context okay, into okay, what's going on okay. here. But shout out to the, uh, John Quell Jones, the 2021 uh, WNBA MVP for the Connecticut Sun. She was, in 2017, she was the uh, most improved player. And in 2018, she was named the WNBA Sixth Woman of the Year. And winning all three awards makes her the first player in the league to ever do so. Okay. So shout out to her for being in that decorated category. Uh, but obviously one of the most decorated or the most decorated um, player in the WNBA is Candace Parker. So shout out to Candace Parker. Well, uh, Candace Parker's in the semifinal round with Chicago, so I'm, I'm obviously pushing for against the Sun. Listen, Candace Parker, I just want to say, if she wins with Chicago, homegirl just needs to retire as, you know, one of the greatest to ever play the game of basketball in the WNBA. And then, you know, let's try to push her over there to be a head coach in the NBA. That's all I'm saying, you know. I'm just trying to make history here, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's all I'm trying to do, you know. But um, with the WNBA playoffs, if you're not watching, I believe game – I believe game four is tonight Mm -hmm. for uh, the Connecticut Sun. I'm looking, keep talking. Uh, for the Connecticut Sun and Chicago Sky, it's 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 happening as we speak. Uh, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, both games are tonight. Both games are tonight, and both the one seed and the two seed have to win on the road to keep their seasons alive. And I'm rooting for a Candace Parker versus a Brittany Griner finals because I want to see it. I want to see it. Okay, hmm. make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. What if some of us want to see uh, Asia Wilson and Liz Cambage in the finals? What's what, what about that then? I mean, uh, they would be though if they won too. That's on a whole other side. No, that's you on the same side. The you said that. No. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, no, maybe I'm tripping. The tri- Connecticut Sun are tripping. playing the Chicago Sky. Yes. Yeah, you tripping? Okay. The Connecticut Sun are playing the Chicago yes. Sky. Chicago, Connecticut, over here. Yes. Phoenix, where Brittany Griner yes. plays, is playing the Las Vegas Aces yes. over here. Yes. Liz Cambage plays for the Aces. Yes. Brittany Griner plays for Phoenix. Okay. Okay. Are you saying see, you I was thinking? I was thinking. Wilson? I was thinking. Okay. Continue. Are you saying you still want to see Asia Wilson and Liz Cambage play Candace Parker? Okay, see, I was thinking you were saying Candace Parker versus whoever you just said in the final. My bad. My bad. Speaking of stuff I don't Anyways, know about. Anyways, I, I want to see Candace Parker versus Brittany Griner. I also want to see uh, Diana Taurasi. Diana Taurasi, uh, I believe she has the most points ever in WNBA history. These are legends we're talking about here. These are living legends who are still in the game today. And people like Mervyn do not appreciate it. That's all I want to say. Just do not appreciate the living legends that we see today. Because sooner than later, they're going to be gone. And you're really not going to have no ties. Mm-hmm. What if you find a girl who really likes the WNBA, Mervyn, and she finds out that you're not into it? Okay. And then we're going to be watching some more WNBA in this house, then. Okay. It's not oh, that so, big a oh, deal. So that's, what, so that's what it will take you to watch the WNBA, a woman. Let's continue. Desperate. Desperate. It, continue. Anyways, uh, but that's it. I just want to put y'all on game. Uh, so by the time y'all hearing this. 
I we mean, could see this will be up at twelve see, o'clock. So yeah. But by the t- but okay, by the time they're hearing it though, you can choose That's to fair. listen to whatever time you want to listen. Fair. Anyways, like I was saying, by the time y'all hear this, you know the finals matchup could be decided. You know, and as it looks right now, it would be Phoenix versus Chicago mm-hmm. because they both only need one more game to win. So shout out to them. But on to the juicy, juicy. We got to get the juicy, juicy. This is still WNBA guys, a team that had no chance of making the playoffs this season. The Atlanta Dream, juicy, juicy, juicy. Well, guys, uh, if you remember, the Atlanta Dream were in the uh, the the news last season because uh, one of their owners, uh, Kelly Loeffler, she was a senator. And when the whole bubble situation was happening and we were, you know, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, we were strong with the, you know, er- everybody was because mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we support our black folks, obviously. But everybody was on the Black Lives Matter train at the time. This was George Floyd situation, all that. Mm-hmm. Well, Kelly Loeffler was like, I don't want my team doing this Black Lives Matter stuff, although most of your team was black. So they stood up and they helped get Kelly Loeffler out of there, which you know, turn that seat in Georgia to a, Georgia has two senator seats. Mm -hmm. So turn that seat in Georgia to a blue seat, a Democrat seat. And the Atlanta dream team had a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. And we praised them on this platform. A lot of people praised them because they were very prominent in bringing that attention to the forefront. Well, the Atlanta dream are in the news again, but you know, not for such good news. Mm -hmm. You know, this right here is a, you know, nice little, Nice little tea that I've been sipping on. Uh, if you have not seen the Atlanta Dream fight, the Atlanta Dream players fighting, you know, I encourage you to stop listening right now and just go Google the fight. Google Courtney Williams, Atlanta Dream, and just watch the fight so that you can really, you know, grasp what I'm saying right now and really see, see, see the violence mm-hmm. in which took place in this fight. All right, so the Atlanta Dream leading scorer, by the way, Courtney Williams, she recently posted a video to YouTube where she, her teammate Crystal Bradford, and her former teammate Kalani Brown got into a brawl in a parking lot of a club outside of a Tenders Invites food truck in Atlanta. Now, when I say fight, y'all, this was a fight. There was kicking, punching. You could literally see punches connecting to faces. You could literally hear it. You could hear the people recording go, ooh, dang, ooh, like a fight fight. This was an actual fight. Um, and, yeah, it was three WNBA players. Now, the fight happened back in May, okay, and the WNBA season started May 14th. So it was around the same time. Preseason had already hit off, so basically the season had already started when this fight happened. But it didn't surface until Sunday when Courtney Williams posted the video herself. Nobody knew about this fight until Courtney Williams posted the video. Now, this is a developing story, but just last night, we learned that the Dream reportedly informed both Courtney Williams and Crystal Bradford that they will not be re-signed under any circumstances. Mind you, I said Courtney Williams is the leading scorer for the Atlanta Dream, but mm-hmm. does that matter if your team sucks? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because your team sucks. Um, Williams... Courtney Williams averaged a career-high 16.5 points and 6.8 rebounds a season with the Dream, and she made the All-Star team for the very first time in her career. Um, Crystal Bradford, the other girl who was fighting, she averaged 8.8 points a season, and it's just just her second season in the league. Uh, when I say Atlanta sucked, they suck. Mm-hmm. Atlanta finished in 11th place this season with a 8-24 and record. So the reason why Courtney Williams posted this video to her YouTube is because Courtney Williams has a girlfriend who is a YouTuber, and if you're a YouTuber, 
you post videos that you know will get clicks mm -hmm. and get views. So Courtney Williams, once again, as I mentioned, posted this video herself of her fight in this brawl and her knocking girls out. When I tell you homegirl was connecting, mm -hmm. connecting <laughs> left and right, right hook, left uppercut, all that, this was a brawl. Y'all got to see the fight. So Courtney Williams was, um, when she posted this video, she was making light of the situation, obviously, because that's, you know, that's what she wanted to do, mm -hmm. and that was the purpose of posting the video. Well, after posting this video, Obviously, I just mentioned she got let go. And, <clears throat> sorry, I just choked. Yeah. She obviously got let go. And she just most recently apologized. Well, pause. It was like, I feel like it was a half-ass apology. I will say that. She apologized on Twitter to everyone. Not really about the situation, but about how the situation came out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just want to say, posting a video, you fight is dumb, no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. Even if you are not a WNBA player and you don't have uh, – any notoriety, it's still dumb. It's still stupid. Don't post a video if you fight. Keep it for yourself for, you know, sugar, honey, iced tea, and giggles. Mm -hmm. Anyways, this fight, or shall we say brawl, has everyone looking at the Atlanta Dream franchise who went through the entire 21, 2021 season without a permanent head coach, without a general manager. Okay. So the team also already ain't got no leadership. Mm -hmm. Then back in July – the team indefinitely suspended this girl named Kennedy Carter for conduct detrimental to the team. Now, for those of you who, if that name sounds familiar, Kennedy Carter played for Texas A&M. I think this will be her second year. Yes, this was her second year in the league, and she played for Texas A&M the year before last. Kennedy Carter got indefinitely suspended, meaning she got suspended and has not been reinstated yet. She was suspended for conduct detrimental to the team after she had an altercation in the locker room with who? Courtney Williams, mm -hmm. and your girl, Crystal Bradford. And she has not played another game in 2021. Now, Carter was the number four pick in the 2020 WNBA draft, was a standout at Texas A&M, okay? She was draft eligible, eligible as a junior and opted to go pro, which you don't see that often, by the way. You don't see WNBA players, you know, leaving a little bit early, mm -hmm. you know, because you don't make that much money in the WNBA. Right. Uh, especially now that you make money in college. Probably won't see that. Um, anyways, last season, uh, Carter averaged 17 points per game. Okay, and this season she was averaging 14. So homegirl is a certified baller. Mm -hmm. Well, after she saw the video surface, she tweeted that she is hopeful that she will, quote, wind up somewhere with folks with class, with people who embrace her talent, Ooh. somewhere that she is loved, and somewhere that she can actually win. Oh, my. I mean – the people, <laughs> the class thing, you know, that kind of. That's that's, that's took, the dig right there. That kind of took me out because you obviously, I mean, the class is obviously missing if if you're posting videos of you fighting and mm -hmm. then, you know, pause. And sh wait, wait, wait. And where is Crystal Bradford with all this? Did Crystal Bradford sign off on this video getting posted now that I think about it? Because her career is in the, her career is in the ringer because I'm going to post this video. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so hopefully uh, Kennedy Carter's career gets uh, saved after this because clearly Courtney Williams is the problem. All right, so with everybody talking about the Atlanta Dream as of now, mm -hmm. uh, this woman by the name of Renee Montgomery, she plays for the Atlanta Dream. Well, she doesn't play for the Atlanta Dream. She's the VP. She made a tweet in which it reads, Listen, I've read the tweets, and I appreciate y'all's concerns for the Dream's players. 
As a franchise, we have to take the good with the bad. It's part of the game. I look forward to getting this much national and local coverage when good things happen. Hashtag welcome newbies. If I'm not mistaken, didn't I mention how we praised them for getting Kelly Loeffler up out of there? Mm-hmm. Ain't that what happened? Yep, sure did. They were getting praised left and right. Literally, people were like, oh, shout out to the Atlanta Dream for basically getting President Biden elected. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, the girl. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. The, the bad stuff is juicier. That's just that's just that's how it is. About. If that's it, just what we. There's a saying I'm going to steal from you, and I know I'm not in, lo- in news, but it's just a saying. If it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, it leads, we, and I'm pretty t- sure somebody was bleeding after that video. Probably right. That's what we're gonna talk about. I'm sorry. No, Courtney I'm not. Williams. Courtney Williams got some hands. She got mm-hmm. some hands. One thing about one thing I learned from that video, I'm gonna got some hands. She collected quite a few of them things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, homegirls without a job. So I looked up the age of Courtney Williams because she seems a little bit immature, if you ask me. You know what Don't I'm saying? Don't tell me she's like 35. No, she's 27. She's oh. our age. Oh, well. Mervyn, would you post a video of you fighting? No. I also don't get into fights, but that's You sure don't, because you would definitely lose. Anyway. You would for sure you'd lose. Anyway. I w- but, see, me, myself, well, pause. I couldn't post a video of me fighting, because I have you, a lot to lose. You should. But no, still, you, would, you would never get in a fight, Ashley. You are a more upstanding citizen than that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, listen, kids, youngins out there, never, let's, let's let this be a lesson. You know what I'm saying? If there, if there is a video, and pause, and I'm surprised during this day and age it didn't go viral before right. now. Because several people, it was several different vantage points of this video. Mm-hmm. But young people, in this day and age, if you do something and it's worth going viral, you know, and that's all you care about, you know, maybe you should take a look within yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. and really just think about what you're doing this for. Or, or if you're doing something stupid. One, don't. Two, and I feel like I've had this conversation on this podcast before. Make sure nobody's recording. Or if they are, make sure it never gets out. Ever. In the heat of the moment, though, how do you make sure nobody's recording? That's very true. But not just that. But let's, not even fights are you doing that. Let's just say you're doing something that, you know, may get you in trouble with the law. Don't record it. It's just that simple. Just don't record it. Ever. And don't talk about it. Exactly. But shout out to the, the black girls for not snitching because they was getting towed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that said, we can get NBA, a sediment out of this. Had them been some, nah, had them been some NBA players? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Folks been, would would have been trying to get that bag. Mm-hmm. But these girls probably didn't even, didn't even know who she was. You know? Mervyn, if you saw Courtney Williams in, in would public, not have wouldn't a, nice, a single idea. Exactly. I ain't going to lie to you. Anybody. Nope. No? You wouldn't know who they uh, were? So. I know Candace. Yes, but Candace went in the fight. I'm right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, as far as them now, absolutely not. I'm trying to think of WNBA players. I, I know Candace. I know a couple of the Wings players because I follow a couple on my Instagram. What's, what's their names? <laughs> See, okay, let's move on. We got time <laughs> I know for couple. you to go down the list of who you know and who you don't. It ain't that long, <laughs> so we probably. I know it ain't, and you struggled when you said you know the Wings players. You couldn't even name. I said names. I know a couple of them. I know like Chanel uh Ogun McCain. Um you said she a wing player? No, no, no. no okay, no, I was about no, to no. say. I know she's not. Um it's a couple of them, but yeah, let's let's continue. Let me I just want to say I went to a Dallas Wings game mm-hmm. and Scott when Skylar Diggers was on the team. I know her. Hurt. I know her. But she, but she was hurt. So, you know. I would know her that walking down the street. Continue. Why are you looking like that? <laughs> Cause she fine, that's why. 
Anyway. She wouldn't give you the time of day. Uh, okay, right. let's move on to NASCAR. Your boy Bubba Wallace. Are you skipping you know? the NBA thing? or What NBA thing? Oh, it, am I putting it in? No, I'm putting Bubba Wallace before. Okay, continue. I'm going to do vaccine drop after that because, you know. Uh, we're going to go to your boy Bubba Wallace. Your boy Bubba Wallace, who, those who don't know, is uh, the only black NASCAR driver mm-hmm. out right now. Um, the only one. And, you know, he, he's he's breathing a sigh of victory right now. You know, mm-hmm. life really has come full circle for Bubba Wallace within the last year. And I say that because about a year ago, if you guys remember, this made national headlines, mm-hmm. a noose was found in his garage back at Talladega Super Speedway. Mm-hmm. Once again, this was also during the time when during the George Floyd uh, killing and everybody was doing the Black Lives Matter stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, that's when teams and organizations started making change. NASCAR had finally banned Confederate flags. Mm-hmm. And people, for some reason, decided to take that out on Bubba Wallace and put a noose mm-hmm. in his garage. Well, anyways, that was a year ago at this same place, Talladega they, Super Speedway. And they said they couldn't find who did it. Somebody did it, and somebody knows who did it. That's beside <laughs> the point. They said they couldn't find who did it. So this was back at Talladega Super Speedway, the same place in which the story take, is taking place now. Mm-hmm. As the, and, and the entire After that happened, the entire sport surrounded him in a sign of solidarity. You know, that's what I'm talking about. You know, only one mm-hmm. black player, so only one black driver. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to do some or else you look racist. That's, right. just, that's, fair. that's just what it is. Well, a year later, same track, very different results, as he became the very first black man to win a Cup Series race since Wendell Scott in 1963. The very first black man to win a Cup Series race since 1963. Mm-hmm. Now, granted... It ain't that many like opportunities, period. Exactly. <laughs> like we mentioned, Bubba Wallace is the only one right now. Right. Um, but for context, back then, of what time, of what kind of time it was back then, 1963, just 95 days before Wendell Scott won his race, Martin Luther King had given his I Have a Dream speech mm-hmm. at the March on Washington. So that's for context. Um, now, the Bubba Wallace race, um, it wasn't a full race. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was raining really bad, so weather was causing all sorts of problems at this NASCAR uh, race at Talladega. Uh, and Bubba Wallace was out front. I think it was five laps in during stage two of Monday's playoff race. Um, and they had 71 laps to go. But the race got called because of weather, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of people see the video. Because normally in NASCAR, you know you won if you cross the finish line. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are seeing the video of Bubba Wallace finding out he won while he's sitting down under a tent with uh, one of his teammates. Mm-hmm. The reason why he found out that way is because he was in front when the race got called. So and then once, you know, the committee got together, they're just like, okay, whoever was in the lead, they win the race. So a win is a win. Hey. Right. A Take win is a win. Thank you. And this is his first career win. Okay. Number one, first mm-hmm. career win. But, hey, we're going to take this. First black driver to win NASCAR's elite cup level. Mm-hmm. Elite cup level and let's just say not, not let's just say i have to add michael jordan also owns mm-hmm. his little team so shout out to michael jordan as well but this is a win for bubba wallace now i was on twitter and i was reading something and people kept saying why does it matter that he's black see that's privilege see that's privilege see. talking right there mm-hmm. why do you even have to ask the question why mm-hmm. does it matter because he's black mm-hmm. he's it's, it's it's one of him 
Right. A noose was in his garage at the same place just last year. Can I ask you a question, Ashley? Mm-hmm. So there are certain things I don't, I haven't talked about on this podcast just because I knew you wouldn't care. Uh, does this mean that I can now mention Formula One stuff? Because if we want to talk about black drivers, Lewis Hamilton no. is pretty much Lewis top. Hamilton's a cutie. He's, he's a top cutie of pie. Formula One. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Did he used to date Nicki Minaj? I, I heard know. it was a little. You know, I don't know. Little, so this means I can't talk about know. Formula One. You wouldn't even know. Listen, you need to focus on coming with the topics that's on now before you try to add anything else. That's fair. But if we can talk yes, about... Yes, it If we're going to talk... focus on getting prepared for what we got if, going on if now. If we're allowed to talk about other stuff, then I think Formula One and Premier League should be allowed to be thrown into this. Well, that's all Ashley, I'm saying. Ashley's allowed to talk about other stuff because Ashley comes prepared with the stuff that's current Okay, fine. Now. I'll come prepared with you it. You know what I'm saying? But so, if, so how about you earn it? Fine. If you if Continue. you start coming prepared with all these other sports, you can earn coming prepared with these other not so popular sports. Anyway, How about that? Continue. How about that? Premier League is Premier League is popular. Premier League is around the world. Well it's not around the world, but everybody watches Premier League. But, mm-hmm, right. And Formula One. Right. They're international. But our audience, do you think it's popular with our audience? Do they you might, know who our audience they is? They might like it. They might like it. You never know until you watch it. I'm just saying. Do you know who our audience is? Are you paying attention to that either? Yes, I'm continue, Ashley. Go ahead. You know, 46% of our audience is women, and you play them every week. So I'm going to need you to study the demographics. Not every week, but most of the time. I'm going to need you to study the demographics. You no, came at women three times on this podcast. When? Sir, when I said. Oh, oh hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yes, what? <laughs> See, the man be. Okay, next. Uh, that was all I have for Bubba Wallace. Shout out to Bubba Wallace, first black man to win a. Uh, major race in nascar since 1963 shout out to you fam and it's definitely you know a, a, a vantage point of you know what was going on last year although racism still exists and somebody like mervin said did put that noose in his garage mm-hmm. i don't want to because they 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 tried and to that say person is still out they there. tried to say it was just a, like a tie down or something like that no it wouldn't we saw the picture no it wouldn't it was it was a noose right it was a noose mm-hmm. moving on to the nba and the vaccine drama. Now, this won't be long, but, you know, I just had to talk about it. Uh, we talked about the vaccine drama last week and mm-hmm. how uh, Bradley Beal, Andrew Wiggins, and Kyrie Irving were holding out because they didn't want to get the vaccine. Right. Well, Andrew Wiggins, listen, to me, if you're going to hold out and make this big old deal about how you don't want to get the vaccine, stick with it. You know what I'm saying? If you got a stance and you just you really just speaking on it, Stick with it, or else, or else, don't cause up such a stir. Andrew Wiggins made such a big deal about how he was anti-vaccine because all this blah blah blah, all this blah blah blah, and then turned around and got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know why? Because he wouldn't want to miss. He want to miss forty-one paychecks. That's why. Money talks. So that's why. So did I or did I not ask the question last week? Kyrie, he got it. He got endorsements on endorsements. He can stand to maybe lose a few game checks, but what about can if Santa? Can he stand to lose? We will, we'll get there. We'll but, get there. Right, but what about if it's somebody who ain't making as much money as Kyrie? I said that though. Yeah, I, I for sure said that. People can't afford to lose their game checks. Right. Everybody not a Kyrie Irving. I for sure said that. Andrew Wiggins is—he's not one of these scrubs though. Andrew Wiggins still makes a substantial no, amount of money. Mm-hmm. He does. Okay. But yeah, listen, if you just, I'm sorry, if you're going to get on your high horse and every day in media 
availability, you talk anti-vax, you can't turn around and get the vaccine because of money. I'm just saying, find you another job. Nah. If your job requires you to get a vaccine, find you, you another job. If you feel so strong about it, find you another job. But obviously, you gonna find another job that pays like the NBA. Wait, but obviously, obviously, you didn't feel so strong about it, and you got the vaccine. So stop whining. But Kyrie Irving, now that man right Let's there, say, that's a strong hair right this there. This is a he, different. Yeah. This is a different type of player here. This ain't no Andrew Wiggins. Kyrie Irving, Mervin, what did I say? last season about the Brooklyn Nets. I said, if the Brooklyn Nets don't win, it's not because of what they do on the court. It's because of injury okay? or Kyrie Irving. Those are only two things. Exactly. That's what I said. It's because of injury or Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Listen, Kyrie Irving can't even practice at his arena because of state law. New York or city law. City, New York yeah. City. New York City, their vaccine mandate, you have to have a vaccine if you're going to be in these arenas. You just have to, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to play for these sports teams. You have to. Well, Kyrie Irving can't practice. He can't play in Brooklyn, okay? He can't play when he goes to see the Knicks, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's let's look at the money, shall we? Andrew Wiggins, he got his vaccine because of the money, obviously, because also in San Francisco he can't practice or play without a vaccine. Mm-hmm. But let's look at the money. Kyrie Irving is obviously anti-vax. Kyrie Irving's going to do what Kyrie Irving want to do. We have learned this time and time mm-hmm. again, okay? But it's always some drama, like it is now. Kyrie Irving team don't know what's going on. They asked Steve Nash, so are y'all going to look to practice somewhere else? Steve Nash was like, no. no. This is our home. Why will we? What? No. So, Kyrie Irving, the man, the myth, the legend, LOL, the drama. Kyrie Irving, it's going to cost him $381,000 per Per game mm-hmm. that he misses. Per game. All right, so two preseason games. That's $762,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. 41 home games. That's $15.6 million. Mm-hmm. Two games at the Knicks. That's $762,000. $413,000 in bonuses. And we're not even talking about the playoffs. Listen, if I was Kyrie, now I understand. Kyrie a little hard-headed, and he liked the drama, and mm-hmm. Kyrie going to do what he want to do. But if I was Kyrie, and I honestly genuinely believe that Kyrie enjoys playing the game of basketball, yeah. or else he wouldn't still be here with all the drama that he'd have been through. If I was Kyrie, I was, I'm pulling Andrew Wiggins. I understand I don't want to get this vaccine, but money talks. $15.6 million? Boy, you talk about a massive... Uh... <laughs> Massive lightning of the pockets here. Mm-hmm. And isn't Kyrie engaged or something? I think he's engaged. He's he's either engaged or got a baby on the way. Listen, ma'am, you need to be talking some sense to your man, okay? You need to be talking some sense to your man. That's $15 million that, that y'all can mm-hmm. have. Right. Talk some sense to this man. Listen, Kevin Durant has been asked, even when Kevin Durant and Draymond Green had that little uh, interview, which was great, by the way, but uh, – Draymond Green, you know, he asked him, you know, how is it dealing with somebody like uh, Kyrie Irving? And Kevin Durant was like, oh, he doesn't mess with nobody. You know, it's not like he what he's doing is causing, you know, any issue on the court, blah, blah, blah. Which at the time was a lie because mm-hmm. last season the man was at a birthday party and didn't tell his team where he was at. Right. Okay, so it was definitely causing some issues on the court. And that's when you really couldn't right do here, nothing. Exactly. And then Steve Nash didn't know where he was last season. But this right here is directly causing major issues on the court they don't know what's going on with this man and then you can't trade him because Kyrie's team says if he gets traded he will retire Mm -hmm. at this point at this point 
What do you do with Kyrie Irving? What do you? I do? mean, well, well, oh well, nobody will trade. Nobody will trade for him. Never mind. Exactly, yeah. you can't trade him, or yeah. else he's gonna retire. He said that straight. So if you another team, you're not trading for Kyrie Irving. Right, right. Because you're giving somebody, you're giving, you're giving up a player players for free. Yeah, for free. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this whole situation is a mess. Kyrie Irving is known to stay in some drama. At this point, I think he liked drama. You yeah. know, he's, he tries to say he don't like being in the media and stuff like that, but he liked drama. You know, it's been happening since he said the earth was flat. Mm-hmm. You know, since he said the earth was flat. But speaking of, uh, this is not the same as vaccine drama, but speaking of uh, players losing money, Ben Simmons. We mentioned Ben Simmons last week and how Ben Simmons doesn't want to be with the 76ers anymore, mm-hmm. how they flew, well, the team, players tried to fly to um la and this man said don't even come don't waste your time bro he said don't even come well uh joel and b was asked about ben simmons and his attitude and everything that's been going on joel and b said listen this is borderline disrespectful which i agree Mm -hmm. okay it'd be different i mentioned that ben simmons is basically like a childhood relationship you try to break up with the person before they break up with you sir you are the one who can't shoot right you are the one who had the historically bad free throw percentage who shot worse than Shaquille O'Neal Will Chamberlain all the historically bad free throw shooters in the game you are the one who didn't take no shots in the fourth quarter you're the one who passed up the wide open dunk and you the reason why your team lost why are you acting like they did you wrong right when you, you did should, them wrong. You should be there. You should have been back on your hands and knees begging for them not to cut you. That's what you should have been doing. It, well, you know they will not cut you. I know. You but but you get the point. Contract. You get the point. He should have been saying, hey, look, look. All right. All right. My bad, y'all. I'm going to be better this year. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm, exactly. I'm in the gym right now. I ain't going to, He ain't going to the Olympics for this reason. So he could be better in the NBA. Look, I ain't going to the Olympics. I'm, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to go to L.A. If anybody want to come shoot with me, here's my address. All that stuff. Let's do it here. I, I'm sorry, y'all. I want to win. Exactly. That's Why what... are you acting like Philly did something to you? You did something to Philly. Right. And then ben, when uh, Joel and B said he was borderline disrespectful, Joel and B was like, yo, Philly has done everything for mm-hmm. this man. Like, this, this, this team has been centered around him, which is true. Okay, so back to money lost. All right, so in the event that Ben Simmons skips all four of the 76ers preseason games, which is looking like he's going to do, mm-hmm. he will lose roughly $1.4 million in fines alone. Jeez. $1.4 million in fines alone. It, you know what? On Friday. Mm-hmm. What? Go ahead. On Friday, Ben Simmons was owed Eight. $8.2 yeah. million. Dollars. Okay. Y'all, Philadelphia placed this money into an escrow account on Monday. Okay, marking the first day, you know, that he was starting to take a permanent financial hit for his decision. Mm -hmm. And now we're hearing whispers that Ben Simmons is a little nervous about the money. As you should be. It must be a a beautiful place to be in. When I can say, you know what? Million dollars in fines. Okay, that's fine. Hey, (laughs) you can. (laughs) Hey, okay. I, I don't need that million. I got a few. It must be a beautiful place to be, and I want to be there because I'll be damned if you tell me I'm losing a hundred dollars because I ain't show up to work on time. You are out of your mind. So look, I ain't never gonna be one to tell a man or a woman what they can and can't do with their money. But what I am gonna say is 
like with Andrew Wiggins, like might eventually happen with Kyrie. Ben gonna show up sometime. Oh, Ben's showing up. He's gonna show up. He's showing that, up. That, that, 380,000 hey, You got per your game? mind, son. You got your mind, son. How many games? How many games are in the NBA? 82. 82. 360. Let me do the math here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that is 29 million dollars. Over 29 million dollars. Sir. Sir. Show mine, sir. Sir, because you shot 34% from the free throw line in the playoffs, you you're lucky. Lose you're lucky. Million you are lucky that you have an untradeable contract right now, <laughs> and that they can't cut you because the NBA guarantees money. <laughs> you are lucky. You better get back right now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, son. You better be on a you, on a cross continent on transcontinental flight right now. You mean to tell me you can't shoot a three, son? And hey, you, Philly, trying to Doc, you think you got some leverage, Daryl Morey? Daryl, hey, you know what? If you want somebody who's going to underperform and and not be able to shoot, there's a man sitting in a chair in Houston, Texas right now with a Cowboys uh, sweater on that will be more than happy to take the money he's not trying to get. I'm okay. Look, give me a give me a, a, a couple weeks to try to get in some shape. Just look, you don't need me but for about two minutes a game anyway to come in and make a couple shots because I can't shoot. That's all you need me for anyway. Can if you, you shoot? Yes. If, I feel like we played each other before and you were trash. But, uh, anyway, look. If that's what you need, call me. I will send you my number directly if you need it. Because I'll do it for you. Since he don't want his money, I'll take the money. And Brooklyn, while we at it, I'm vaccinated. I can play. Okay? If you need a point guard to just bring the ball up the court and make a couple passes, I can do it. Thank you. My thing here is, sir, what is it going to look like? Because Ben Simmons is going to report. Ben Simmons is not going to be he, – he's not going to give up $30 million. Mm-mm. Like, that's, that's stupid. Rich Paul is his agent. Rich mm-hmm. Paul is the top agent in the NBA. Rich Paul, if you advise him to give up $30 million, that's you stupid. You need to be fired. And I, right? And I know Rich Paul not doing that. Right. Because that's reports, messing his money up. Once he reports, and it's only because of the money, and he told his team don't even bother to come to L.A., what's it going to look like with the team chemistry? It's going to be weird. It's going to be real weird. And then the fans are going to hate him still. I mean, the fans already hate him. Right. But, you know, hey, it's just going to be – It's he might want to get a therapist because it's going to be looking real tough for your mental health out there, mm-hmm. sir. But, yeah, you mark my words. Ben Simmons is reporting to Philadelphia for this season because $30 million is a lot to lose out on. And mm-hmm. that's just the game checks. Right. Not to mention the fines. All right, everybody, let's get to the coach segment. Uh Oh, Jesus. Yeah, my legs are sore. I worked out. You know what I'm saying? Shut up. Remember eating Taco Bell. Comment the other day asked what he wanted to eat. Taco Bell or Chick-fil-A. Anyways. Two solid uh, choices. Thank you. What day was this? Was it Monday? That was Monday. On Monday, Facebook was down. And if Facebook down, Instagram was down because Facebook owns Instagram. Mm -hmm. WhatsApp was also down because they own that as well. It's a monopoly, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people have been saying. (laughs) <laughs> they right. said Mark Zuckerberg is literally owning all the social media websites. Mm-hmm. That's why they got him testifying in Congress and all that other stuff. Because it's true. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, so Facebook was down. Instagram was down. WhatsApp was down. Now, I didn't know about it until like 3.30 because... So I only had to deal with it for like an hour because mm-hmm. I was asleep. I worked overnight. I was knocked out. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I did think that like my Wi-Fi or something wasn't working until I turned on Netflix and it was working. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, is there something wrong with my phone? So then I got my I got on my work phone 
and got on Instagram. It still wasn't working. I was like, right. what's going on? Then I went to Twitter like everybody else did. I don't get on Twitter that often anymore. It just, you know. I do. I don't know. It just, you know, it, I just be busy. So one app, Instagram is my primary app. Mm-hmm. And I got on Twitter and, you know. Twitter's my now, news source. Now I'm back like I never left. I got on Twitter. I was like, why did I leave this? Or why haven't I been on here? Come on. You know what I'm saying? Actually, you know better than that. But it was a flock of sheep hurting to Twitter. It, it was. was. A flock. It almost messed up Twitter. <laughs> nah, Twitter. Twitter's old faithful. Right. Always gonna be right. There. Look, I, I I was thinking this the other day. Look, if I was to ever make a social media app or whatever, don't sell it to Facebook because they always going down. But Twitter. That's true. Twitter, like you said, is old reliable. Twitter ain't never failed us. But this was the longest Facebook has been down in 13 years. Mm-hmm. So you know. I want to know what happened. Right. And they you still haven't and, been able to give us an explanation. And you know what? Well, I think it was because of that whistleblower and they were trying to get rid of a <laughs> bunch of stuff, but that's beside the point. But, you know, I, I just mentioned Ben Simmons and being able to say million dollars. I'm good. I want to be in a place where I lose seven billion dollars. Seven billion. And I don't bat an eye. Oh, so he probably better than he I. He probably better than I. Uh, so let's not. But, he, but then, not, yeah. so I saw that he lost $7 billion, and I looked it up, and that number might not have moved. It might not have accounted for the $7 billion, but it still said $122.7 billion. Look, it, I'm not saying that I would. $7 billion is a lot. I, I'm not saying I would be okay losing $700. But, if it, but, but there's levels to this stuff. If I only have... One hundred twenty-two dollars, and I lose seven. That's a lot of money. What you say his net worth was? One hundred what? It said one hundred twenty-two point seven billion when I looked on Monday. Mm-hmm. But it's so if I have one hundred twenty-two dollars and I lose seven, that's a lot. If I have one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars and I lose seven thousand dollars, mm, it's a little rough. If I have one hundred twenty-two million and I lose seven million, I'm fine. If I have one hundred twenty-two billion dollars. And I lose seven. He felt it. That's and 5%. I still have a hundred. If I still have a hundred fifteen billion dollars of net worth, I'm fine. But see, Marvin, that's not how rich people think. That's I know that's not, and that's the rich. wild thing. That's the see. Look, we've. T- I don't know if we've ever talked about the if we won the lotto. But if I won the lotto, made five hundred million dollars just by picking a few numbers, I'm good. So it must be in a, like I said, if I have 500 and I lose two, here's two. Would, would you be good though? Because you know they say most people who win the lottery, the money's gone within a year. You're right. You're uh, right. But yes. while I still, <laughs> so, you, hey, you're right. You, be, you, I would, you it, for sure be one of those My people. two weeks notice would be, would be professional as ever. Just in case I got to go back. I'm dead. Yeah, you'd for sure be one but, of those people, Marvin. Hey, while I still got 500, I can give you two. I might even write you a check, Ashley. But the fact of the matter of what we're talking about is, it must be nice, like I said, to have 122 b Now, granted, that's not liquid. He can't just walk into the bank and withdraw $122 billion. But he can withdraw a hefty sum of money. And his stocks, have, the stock dropped, and it went right back up. Nobody cared. Like, except the old aunties. What you mean nobody cared? Uh- the aunties. My father... Because <laughs> my father posts on Facebook a lot, you know what I'm saying? The 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 baddies, the 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 IG hotties, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't make their money for a day. Everything. It was back on in a few hours. 
but this is this does have a lot of people thinking okay let me move my traffic from primarily being on Facebook and Instagram elsewhere, mm -hmm. just in case this does happen again. Because a lot of people did lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So it is diverting traffic elsewhere. People are looking at other places mm -hmm. to put their sites and whatnot because they did lose money right. that day. So it is, it is a negative effect in the long right. run for Facebook. Also, on Instagram, I was on my stories. You know, I was just going through people's stories. There was an ad between every single story in which I watched. Yeah, when did they start doing morning. that? What did they After start putting? The, they trying to re up on the money they lost. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what's going on. Has it was not. It was not like that before the so shutdown. I know. I know Snapchat will have ads in between stories, but you can skip through those, and you can skip through Instagram. I I'm trying to think. I remember Instagram having ads between stories, but I feel like it hadn't been this much. No, it, it hasn't. For a person who uses Instagram faithfully, it has not. When I tell you I got on there yesterday and it was an ad between every single story, these people trying to re-up on the money they lost during the outage. That's hey, what man, it is. Hey, man, I need y'all to chalk that up as an L and stop putting <laughs> so many stories on my on my apps, man. Come on. Um, you know? Mm -mm. That's not what I you came know? here for. One thing we learned about it, though, was that if there is an apocalypse or something like that, you know, we're just going to take it as a joke, you know? We it's going to be the funniest. It's going to be the funniest last day alive. Dog. Cause, you know? Cause, but because here's the thing. Again, I know I joke about it, but I'm halfway serious. You know where everybody going to go if when the apocalypse happens? The Twitter. Because everything over there, like you said, everything over there is a joke. It doesn't matter. Pre uh, something could happen to the president. And you know what's gonna be up on uh in five seconds or less? Memes. Somehow somebody gonna have something ready to go in the pocket. And oh, it's yeah. gonna get fired off as soon as something happens. Hey, everything's a joke nowadays. Nobody takes anything seriously. No. You and know? I'm okay with that. Because life is tough enough as is. We gotta have some jokes in our lives. You know what Are I'm you saying? okay with that, Mervin? Because you know, I'll be joking with you all the time. That's because you joke with me all the time. You're right. My feelings. Uh, so the social media, it's a joke all the time. It but, don't matter but what I'm not, it is, it's, it's not in my expense. Joke. It's not in my expense. And that's what oh, I like. So, oh, so you fine with it as long as it's somebody else's expense. Yeah, for the most part. I'm just saying. For the most part. For the, the most same, part. The same social media that makes fun of everything else, Once you, if you ever do anything, they will make fun of you just And that's same. why one of my life goals is to never be a main character on Twitter for a bad reason. If it's if I did something good and I'm a main character, that's fine. But it, I'd I'd rather not be a main character because I said something uh, stupid. I got beat up uh, in front of 500 people. Anything like that. If that's why I'm a main character, I've done something wrong. Somebody should have been recording that time I dropped you. That would have went viral. No, it wouldn't. It would have. It would have. The way you dropped. Anyway. The noise you made. I didn't make a noise. You remember? Yes, you did. Remember all my neos? It was like, oh my gosh, because it was that. Yeah, it would have been. It would have went viral. If only we could go back in time, I would do it again, just so I could make sure somebody was recording. So you're admitting you would like to physically assault me? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Now would I? No, I'm not a physical. I'm not a physical person. I really, I'm, re I'm really not when it comes to. I don't. I don't wrestle with people. I use my words to hurt people. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not somebody who likes to go around hitting people and stuff like that. That's you, Mervin. Now, the times in which I have assaulted you, like the time I stabbed you with a pencil, you were getting on my nerves. You know, that was when we were very young. Remember, we were in the dorms and I yeah, stabbed you with that pencil. Yeah. You were getting on my nerves. I warned Mervin. I said, Mervin, you are getting on my nerves. And Mervin was doing something. I don't know what it was. I don't so I stabbed him with a pencil. 
um, the time I punched you, that was an accident. And when I had you tapping out at your apartment this weekend, you took, brought that upon yourself. I was defending myself. And when I said, y'all, I said, tap out, tap out. Mervyn was tapping, and then I didn't I didn't really know he was tapping. So he started <laughs> like, tapping dang, harder. Bro, <laughs> like, this, it's like, dang, this actually hurts. Stop. <laughs> dang, you're trying to mess I my neck de- up, I man. was defending myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mervyn started tapping harder to let me know he was tapping. I was like, oh, my bad. Let me. And then tried to keep going after that. Like, Mervyn, didn't you just lose? You don't. You can't take your L. See, that's what's wrong with people on social media. Okay? They take their L, but they get an L. I'm not saying you as a the exact same thing. They get an L and then they try to recoup from that L and dig themselves into a deeper hole. Stop digging. That's what happens. Stop happens digging. every time. <laughs> happens every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But hey, you know, Facebook down, listen, old folks, it's back up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe but maybe y'all should get off Facebook so much. That's what I'm saying. Some of y'all put too much of y'all business on there. I should not know when you and your fiance done called off the wedding. I should not know mm-hmm. when you and your husband are divorced and y'all both dating two separate people, but y'all still legally married and y'all got all these kids. I should not know. I should, we should when know you putting your when you putting the, the, the pause. Yesterday, this lady said she putting a white man in her man life, meaning she's gonna put the man on some child support papers. I should not know all of this by being on social yeah, media. No. We're here for jokes, guys. This yes, is for pause. jokes. I enjoy the drama. I'm just saying yes. I should not know it. Right. You don't see me it's, posting my personal business on and see, media. Facebook. Not, that's not what you have to see. Facebook has come a long way. Because back when it first came out was when my brother was in college. And you had to be in college to get on right. Facebook. Mm-hmm. It come a long way from the 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds to now it's definitely the older folks app. It is. It is. They um, really be telling their business. They Ooh, all the business. Church drama one time hey. on Facebook. Ooh, when I tell you, it was juicy. That's still, to See. this day, for those of you who know about the church drama that was on Facebook that one time with that woman husband, uh, to this day, the juiciest drama I've ever seen on Facebook. I'm going to need you to ever. expand on that a um, little bit later. Off the, I'm about to say, I don't, uh, I don't after, know off of this. listening here. Off of this. You know? <laughs> off I, of this. I know the woman who stole the other woman's husband. So Whoa, okay. Wait a minute. But it was juicy, and it Wait was the church members. Oh, it was man. the church That's members. That's so what made it so juicy. Anyways, y'all, stop putting y'all business on Facebook. Please and stop. stop making Facebook y'all lives. Please. Right. Read the book. Right. It's the same thing with Instagram. Expand your vocabulary. Same thing with Instagram. Or at the very least, or at the very least, diversify. Don't make Instagram your only income. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Spread a little bit over the Twitter. Give uh, TikTok some love. You know what I'm saying? Do right. a little I'll bit of on, that. I'll be on the TikTok. Right. Mm-hmm. Diversify your assets. Just in case. Just in case. You know what I'm saying? YouTube. It's a big, wide open um, uh, platform for you to post whatever you want on there as well. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's do. like, you know, if you start on Instagram, that's fine. And you got a big following on Instagram, that's fine. Move that following yeah. to Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like if you're dating a wealthy man. You know what I'm saying? And you was broke before, now you're dating a wealthy man. You know, start stealing this money. You know, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> <Literally> <laughs> oh, my God. Little at a time. Oh, my God. What Teleparry say? A twig. It's like you got a nest here, and you start taking a twig at a time. Move the twig over here. Oh to where they don't notice another oh, twig over here. God. To where they don't notice. After so, a while, you got a nest over here, and that person didn't even know you was building Ashley a nest. is now advocating thievery, <laughs> <laughs> uh, scamming, because um, that's what that is. Uh, that's what oh, Ashley is advocating. guys, these are jokes. These are jokes. Are they though? <laughs> are they? <laughs> oh, gotta set you up for success. You know what oh, I'm saying? My God. That's all I'm saying. But that's it. That's I ain't got nothing else to say, fam. Jesus. Just you know, stop putting all your stuff on the book. 
And if we you don't do, need to know all that. you know, right. tag me. In you know it, what you I know come? Saying? You know what I go to Facebook for? I go to what? keep up my old high school people, and that's about it. Just see what they got going on, and that's about it. I go to Facebook for the drama. That and also, I realized since the whistleblower uh, conversation thing came out, she even said it. Facebook is a place that is breeding hate because they're targeting you with hate speech and everything. Well, not hate speech, but like stuff that's going to rile you up in anger. That's January 6th happened because of Facebook. Right. That's what happens. You know what happens on Twitter? None of that. Jokes. That's all. There's misinformation everywhere. There's misinformation everywhere. Yes. Twitter does. Twitter is one of those platforms that does try to stop the misinformation from spreading. And they let you kind of pick. They let you kind of pick what you see. Facebook tells right. you what to see. And you know how I know this? Because I have a few people on Facebook that, like, anytime I get on there, that's the only people stuff I see. I don't like a lot of their stuff. I don't comment on a bunch of stuff. I'm really not that active. I'm more of a passive participant. But there's the only people I see. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. Um, you know what I'm saying? Keep your drama off of Facebook, but if you do, tag, if you see some drama. Tag me in it. I wouldn't say tag because I don't want to be associated. Okay, fine. Just send it to me in my send DMs. To me directly. <laughs> All right, just do that. Thank you. Make sure uh, I see it. Mervin, can you cue the music, please? Well, it's about time to get out of here. About time. It's past time. I'm gonna be late to work. What time you gotta work today? Twelve. You be eight. Y'all, Ashley talked too much. Uh, you know, Ashley talked too much. Talk How too long much. was the NFL segment today that you were responsible for? Very long, extremely long. You know what? Was it not? It, I, when Ashley's in charge of the NFL segment, it's never that long. Anyway, and I get to the straight, I get to the points, I get to the all that. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of More Right Throne Podcast. Yes. You uh-huh. know, just real quick, I am not saying that this is gonna happen i would but i would just ask you know if for some reason you wanted to be able to split this up so we're not on here for two and a half hours and do two episodes a week i'm okay with that but that's that's beside the point that's neither here nor there we can discuss that off the air uh thank y'all so much for listening two episodes a week would require me to do twice the work because as i mentioned it I would be the, the show it would li- okay it research. would literally be the same no it wouldn't it would not i would be doing half the work Okay. Would you? Do but you that's beside the point now. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. Pause. With the one episode we have now, do you do half the work now? Marvin? I yes. You do not. We're gonna get there. We're <laughs> getting there. Close. We're getting we there. there. We're thank you. We're getting there. Thank but you. I'm gonna end it. You know, cause this is what I want to do this week. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to the More Right the Wrong podcast. We will be back here next week to uh, you know, talk to our lovely listeners and Ashley, of course. Ashley wants to start the show. I will be making another appearance. So, you know, if you want to see me in my beautiful face today, just head over to our Instagram or our YouTube channel where I will be uploading videos of us talking about this. And I think the first video I want to upload are the Dallas Cowboys not being Super Bowl contenders just because I can. Whatever. All right, we'll see you next week on another episode of the More Right Than Wrong podcast. <laughs>